Welcome into high school baseball here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. It's the second semifinal of the Abingdon Avon Class 1A Regional from Abingdon Avon High School, right across the street from, from the high school. I'm Sean Tipple, alongside Kevin Terrell. A little bit of a later start. First game went a little long, and uh, West Central hung right in there with the line I bluffs before falling 9-5. to Pretty solid showing there by the Heat. Yeah, it was a real good game. They played, uh, they represented quite well, and you know, going into the sixth inning, it was a one-run game. It just kind of got away from them there at the end. But, again, them and the, the coaching staff and the young men should be very proud of the effort they put in tonight. The uh, winner of this one between United and Abingdon Avon will take on the line of bluffs on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock right here at Abingdon Avon in uh, Abingdon Avon High School here in Abingdon. We've got the United Red Storm 16 and 11 taking on the Abingdon Avon Tornadoes at 11 and 12. I got a chance to talk to both head coaches before the ball game. Uh, Ryan Mollick with the United Red Storm. And then first up, we'll have Gary Cameron from the Abingdon Avon Tornadoes. That's coming up in 30 seconds. Welcome back to the WMY pregame show. Joining me on the pregame show, i got head coach of the A-Town Tornadoes, Mr. Gary Cameron. How you doing, my man? Pretty good, man. How are you? Good. This is a uh, beautiful night for baseball. It's been a long time since I broadcasted night baseball. Hey, I'm missing my sweatshirt, to be honest <laughs> with you. You know, seems like every spring it just gets colder and colder. But I think we got a beautiful night. and We'll see how things go. It is going to be a beautiful night. Uh, for the folks that maybe aren't, aren't too familiar with the Tornadoes, kind of give us a kind of a coach's synopsis of the season here. Um, we are 11 and 12. We've played really good baseball at times. Um, with only having one senior, it seems like we've made a underclassman mistake here and there, and it's caught us. So we're at the postseason, so we get to start over now. So. I know talking to some other coaches, uh, talking to the basketball coach during during the season, and not a whole lot of seniors there either. It's just been been an inexperience across the board for A-Town Sports. It is, and it took me a while to adjust because, you know, from my Legion days, I'm used to having college kids and graduated seniors, so it took me a while to find my patience and not just – but we just keep getting better and better and better. The improvement we've made since we started, um, it's been a successful season, you know, considering you're not losing – but one player, it's, it's going to be, you know. Yeah, it's kind of, re, I wouldn't say rebuilding. I don't want to use that word, not a rebuilding here, but you got a new head coach in you, although you've been around the program for a while, so you're not new to this program, but new head coach, kind of your own philosophies, a young group, kind of a, maybe a year ahead of time if you can make a little run here. Yes, I, I definitely think, you know, we'll, we would surprise some people if we made a run. Um, you know, if, if you've looked at this um, subsectional, the whole sectional bracket, it's a tough, pretty tough sec, subsectional. There's you got a 30-win Bushnell team in there, and United split the conference title. And then you get out of the sub, and you go to the sectional, and you got you know Jacksonville route and Brown County, and it's a there's some good baseball being played around here right now. So you, know. You're, you were talking about your your Legion days. Every time my Legion team plays, you seem to have like three or four college freshmen. You don't have any college freshmen hiding in the dugout somewhere, do you? No, it'd be nice. You know, <laughs> the adjustment part. That's the adjustment part of it. You you know you're you're you go to a more of a teaching instead of coaching role. And it took me a couple of weeks to adjust to that. Even though I've been around, it's just when you run the program yourself, it's a little different view of how the program is perceived. And But I'm proud of these kids. They played hard. They, they've kept getting better, and hopefully we make a little run. I don't. I don't. Hate, coaches hate the single kids out, but who's been having a nice season for you? Kellen Hook has probably been our, has been our best hitter. Um, Dawson Fenton's last three outings have been fantastic. Um, I think he struck out 15 or 16 at Knoxville. He went and battled his butt off at Murco last Monday. Um, Carter Redfern, out of nowhere, quietly is second on the team in RBIs. Um, and then we got a couple. You know, we got 
Evan Hook, who's a freshman, and Alex Fouch, who has stepped in and, you know, I, I put them in to play defense, and they have actually swung the bat decent enough to stay in the lineup. And, you know, they're, it's, it's, been, it's, you know, besides Kellen offensively, it seems like it's a different guy every night, which is good. So, you know, our numbers may not be great on the year as far as batting averages, and, but we've, we've done some really good things. I say I've, I've looked at the, at the stats. I mean, they, they certainly don't jump out at you offensively, but you put together you know nearly just a game under 500. So you must be doing at least the little things right. You know, the things that matter, like we're seeing four and a half pitches in at bat. We're, you know, we have like 20% of our at bats, 25% of our at bats, or three plus pitches with two strikes. So we get in and we battle and we make pitchers work. And at times, this is, we're missing the big hit. We get guys on. We're missing that big hit. It's, so hopefully, with the postseason rolls around. You know, as Coach Moore says, it's it's our turn for the baseball gods because they haven't been kind to us at all lately. Uh, those that's just some tough gods there, man. Those baseball gods. But it all starts with that little uh, rounded thing in the middle of the field. Who's throwing for you tonight? Dawson Fenton. What's he bring to the table? What's his repertoire? Uh, he throws fastball, curveball, slider, change. Um, his when his curveball's on, his curveball sliders are his best pitch. Um, I know I expect him to go out and battle and give us a good outing. He he started against United in the in the conference doubleheader, and he held him to four hits. Um, we just didn't make a couple plays, but uh, he's been throwing the ball well, so I'm looking for a big outing out of him tonight. All right, going to be a good one, Coach. Uh, always good to catch up with you, my man. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. Head Coach Gary Cameron with the A-Town Tornadoes. We'll be back in a bit. Welcome back to the WMOI pregame show. Joining me this time around, i got head coach of the United Red Storm, Mr. Ryan Mollick. Coach, postseason time. Finally get on the field, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're excited to be here. Got a, uh, coming off uh, of a game on Saturday, uh, a loss to Farmington, and uh, let's see, before that, uh, a loss to BBC, but a couple, like a four-game winning streak. So playing some pretty decent baseball, BBC's a good ball club. Yeah, you know, I feel like, um, we've talked about this before, I feel like our strength of schedule does a good job preparing us for the playoffs, and uh, two-game losing skid, you know, obviously, uh, we, we wish we, we uh, came out on the other end, but um, both those teams uh, are tough teams that prepare us for the playoffs, and the game that got canceled, Yorkville Christian as well, that, that's a, it's a pretty tough team uh, as a pitcher that's going Division Two. So um, I think something we pride ourselves on is, is playing a, a schedule that prepares us for the playoffs. And in spite of uh, some of the losses, I feel like we're ready. Yeah, actually, I was going to have a little coach's synopsis of the season for the folks who don't get to hear us uh, chat every Friday morning on the morning show or, or catch a ball game here for United. Give us kind of a coach's synopsis of the seasons here so far. Uh, yeah, well, we were pretty up and down early uh, early on, and um, we ended up um, we ended up uh, I think we ripped up seven or eight in a row and then uh, we lost a couple and then we ripped off four or five in a row so um, you know uh, indicative of a young team we've been pretty up and down but when we're good we're good and um, I think going into the playoffs we're playing our best baseball so hopefully that's a sign of good things to come. Uh, one of the things I know your ball club is coached by you is going to be is be fundamentally sound do you feel like this ball club is for the most part? Yeah yeah uh, I feel like um, we've made strides to get there in every single game and uh, you know like, like I said you know hopefully uh, we're playing our best baseball right here and you'll see that product on the field tonight i know again coaches hate the single guys out but who's having some nice seasons for you oh man uh, just so many guys up and down the lineup um I, you know I, I don't think anybody in the state has been hotter than ian Luffler this entire year which is pretty impressive for a freshman and you know he's going to get a chance to to get out on the mound tonight um nolan jenks as well behind the plate uh so seniors you know aj jenks um Lance Baker's come out of nowhere to be a stalwart in our in our pitching uh, in our pitching rotation. 
Um, Tanner Rogers, I think, you know, is probably one of the better pitchers in the LTC. So we've just got we've gotten contributions just up and down the lineup, and uh, you know, it's, that's exciting. Who's on the bump for you? It all starts out there on that pitching rover. Yeah, uh, Ian Leff was going to get the ball for us today, and uh, you know, he's uh, he's going to throw strikes, and we're going to play defense behind him. That's the plan anyway. I was going to say, what, what's kind of his repertoire? What, what's going to make him successful tonight? Uh, he's got to get at it and establish his fastball, and then he's got to have a reliable secondary pitch. That could be the curveball for him at times. It's, it's uh, been a change of form at times, so it's, uh, it doesn't matter which one it is. But as long as he can, as long as he can get his fastball over and uh, get an off-speed pitch over when he needs to, I think we'll be in good shape. Played this team uh, not too long ago, two three weeks ago, a couple a couple games in the LTC. Got got a win both of the, in both of those games. What did you learn maybe that night that maybe you can take into tonight? Man, it's awfully hard to beat a team three times in one season. So I think um, the, the biggest thing that we can learn is to is to prepare for this game like it's the first one. We can't take that anything for granted, and um, we, we really just we really just gotta come and focus and play really good baseball. Hi, right, Coach. I always enjoy watching your team play. Good luck, my man. Thanks. Appreciate you being here, Sean. Head Coach Ryan Mullick with the uh, United Red Storm here on the WMOI pregame show. We'll be back with the first pitch in a bit. Welcome back to Abingdon for tonight's regional semifinal between the Abingdon Avon Tornadoes and the United Red Storm. The Red Storm coming in as the three seed at 16 and 11 overall. A-Town the five seed at 11 and 12. Uh, West Central losing to Illini Bluffs in the first ball game tonight, so the winner will take on two-seeded. Illini Bluffs on uh, Saturday morning at 11 a.m. right here in Abingdon. I'm Sean Temple, alongside Mr. Kevin Terrell. Kevin, you've seen uh, you, you got you got a son playing, Nick. Uh, you've seen pretty much probably probably if not every game, most every game for the United Red Storm. What's what's the key for the Red Storm tonight? Putting the ball in play. It's as simple as that. You know, it's something that uh, you know they they've been streaky, but here's the late. They just can't put them together. Two out runs. This is the regional. This is postseason ball. That's always going to be a key. But um, getting consistency through the whole lineup tonight. Um, we've got a couple kids that are really hot. Carter Rosine has been hitting the cover off the ball here the last few games. Um, Ian Leffler has been consistent from day one. Um, and, again, we've got a couple others that are stepping up. But we need everybody to for United to have success tonight. They've got to have the middle of the lineup hitting. And if they can put them back-to-back, then you know good things will happen. The second game of their doubleheader against A-Town a few weeks ago, um, they saw Dawson Fenton, and they struggled to see the ball then. And for them, they're going to have to have short-term memory. That game is was then. They're playing under the lights on this beautiful evening and, you know, taking a different approach. You know, maybe there's a, some advantages of seeing them a couple weeks ago, but maybe short-term memory and going in that, dug, or that batter's box confident. Looking at the United uh, past six games, you heard uh, Coach Mullick talk about on a two-game losing streak, losing to Farmington on Saturday, got their second game rained out against Yorkville Christian, and then uh, losing to a really solid BPC club, 30-5 BPC, 9-1 on May 11th. Uh, Southeastern getting a win, 10-5. And then you and I had the first game of the doubleheader at West Central. The the, uh, Red Storm swept that 8-2 in the game that we covered, and then 11-7 in the second game. Then a win against uh, Ridgewood, 8-1. So four out of their last six the Red Storm. The A-Town Tornado is uh, kind of the definition of streaky all the way through this through this uh, uh, season. They've lost three in a row, lost a doubleheader to a solid Mercer County ball club, also a loss to North Fulton Lewistown. That's the uh, the LBC Miners co-op, 18-3. That's another solid ball club. Then they had a four-game winning streak, 15-5 over Allman, swept Knoxville in a doubleheader, 16 nothing and one nothing, and then they got a win in the uh, second game against uh, Anwar Weathersfield 6-4. So they've also won 
four out of their last seven, I guess, not four out of six. So uh, neither team, well, both teams coming in on a losing streak. We'll see which one can shake it. Yeah, you know, A-Town's coming in six and six or four and six the last ten. United's five and five. So, you know, none of them are, neither one of them are going to come in real too puffy-chested right now. But, uh, um, you know, again, looking at uh, A-Town, who's going to step up? Who's going to step up? And help Callen Hook and and Carter, you know, that have been their best, most consistent hitters this year, and that's going to be the key for both teams, in my opinion. Looking at kind of the playoff history between these two, United's had a couple of really solid seasons back back to back. Last season, twenty one and seven, lost to Triopia five three in a very controversial sectional semifinal that was halted due to rain. We could spend the rest of the entire game talking about that one, so we'll just move on. You know, ironically, <laughs> these two teams matched up in a junior high uh, postseason event. And it was originally scheduled in Avon, and the lights didn't work, so it got moved over to Farmington, and light the darkness happened, and there was the same exact rule that impacted that ball game where United happened to come out victorious. So there's there's a little uh, history on that both sides for United. And back in 2021, won a regional as well, uh, but lost to Camp Point Central 10 to 8 in the sectional semifinal. We had that one. I remember on the uh, Prairie Communications Sports Network. It was a close ball game back and forth in that one. So a uh, very recent successor for the Red Storm. I have personally covered two super sectionals for the Abingdon Avon baseball program back in 2016 and 2017 as uh, the Tornadoes lost to Valmeyer 16-9 back in 2017 in the super sectional. And then Oakville the year before that in eight innings. Uh, classic game, maybe the best baseball game I've had a chance to, 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 uh, to cover. Uh, A-Town losing to Oakville 8-7 in the supers in 2016. And then uh, more, more recently, last season, 11-14, and 14, lost to Lewistown in the regional semifinal, and then lost uh, three straight regional championships in 2021, 2019, and 2018. So both, both teams have had recent success. These are good programs. You know, a lot of moving parts. That's the beautiful thing about high school. You know, that's, it's just next man up. they got to fill in from the underclassmen and step and, um You know, both of them got a lot of youngsters out on, in their lineups right now, so that bodes well for the future. You know, the experience is something, but, you know, <laughs> it's all about confidence. You it know? is. That's such there's, a big thing there, in high school sports. There, there's a difference between confidence and arrogance, and, you know, they got to believe in themselves, and they got to believe that they can step up and do, and they're better than the opponent today. And you can do that without being arrogant, but that's really what's going to boil down to is, you know, who's getting rid of the jitters, getting rid of the situation and just saying, you know, it's a game. Let's go out and have fun and trust in themselves. Head coach Ryan Mulligan is 10th season already with the Red Storm. 129 wins, 124 losses, so five games over 400 for Coach Mollick. Gary Cameron in his first season, 11-12 uh, and 12 on his career with uh, with 11-12 and 12 record into the, into the year this year. I've known Coach Cameron for many years. He coached the Abingdon, the Abingdon uh, Legion team in the summer, so Gary and I have, uh, have chatted many, many times on the phone about baseball. A couple good, a couple good head coaches going at it tonight. We'll get to your starting lineups. Uh, first for the, uh, for the United Red Storm playing defense. Uh, we'll get with that in a minute. We'll give you your, your A-Town uh, batting lineup. Uh, leading off will be pitcher number six, Dawson Fenton, batting second. Right fielder, Jaden Rodifer, batting third. The shortstop, Kellen Hook. Cleaning up for the A-Town Tornadoes, center fielder, Carter Redfern. Batting fifth, left fielder, Justin Keener. Batting sixth, your first baseman, Evan McDorman. Batting seventh, uh, third baseman, Drew Fouch. Batting eighth, second baseman, Alex Fouch. And batting ninth, the catcher, Dre Anderson. For the United Red Storm, the defense for the Red Storm, as uh, Athletic Director 
Uh, Reed Kelso tried to read my writing here and didn't have a very good time. I barely read my own, uh, Mr. Kelso, a little <laughs> the, uh, defense for the Red Storm. In the outfield from left to right, left fielder Max Cole, and center fielder is the uh, is Kelton Ryan, and right fielder Carson Horner. On the infield for the United Red Storm, third baseman Elliot Copeland, at shortstop Derek Sargent, at second baseman Nick Terrell, and at first base Carter Rosine, the battery for the Red Storm today behind the plate, Nolan Jenks, and on the pitching rubber, Ian Leffler. We'll look at Leffler's stats in a bit, but the uh, uh, the, uh, the story is uh, A.J. Jenks not able to play for United tonight. He uh, got a little bit of a beef with an umpire on Saturday in the first game of a doubleheader. Uh, was, was ejected from that game in the IHSA rule state. You must sit one game, and the second game on Saturday got rained out, so it carries over into uh, tonight. So tough, tough break for A.J. Jenks and a uh, tough break for the Red Storm. He's a leadoff hitter. One of the better arms on the staff, so playing a little shorthand tonight of the Red Storm. That and they're lo- and missing Tanner Rogers. Yes, you know, right. arguably their number one pitcher um, threw really well when they played A Town. Uh, he's got a a little hip and lower back injury that's been bothering him for the last couple of weeks. So um, definitely playing short shorthanded tonight, missing one of their leader and AJ. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. And next man up. That's, what know, that, that's really what it's got to boil down to. You know, yeah. it's, they step up and figure it out. Ian left for 35 and a third innings for the Red Storm. He is 4-2 and two on the season. 52 strikeouts in that 35 innings, so that's about a strikeout and a half an inning for Leffler. And uh, walks, 20 walks in 35 and a third innings. He's got a 4.36 ERA, and opponents are batting 255 off Mr. Leffler. Digging in is Dawson Fenton, the pitcher for the A-Town Tornadoes. Takes the first ball for a strike. We're underway. Semifinals here of the Class 1A Regional at Abingdon Avon. The winner will play Saturday for the championship. To kind of touch on what uh, Coach Mullick said in the pregame, establishing that strike and that fastball early is going to be the key. Sometimes Ian gets a, gets a little happy with the curveball if that's working well, but really pounding the zone with the strike and then setting the, pit, the batters up is going to be the key tonight. This is with the pitch, second pitch, so one and one now to Fenton. Leffler gets his sign and brings it right down the middle for strike two. Right down the middle. We're, we're really all center here at our broadcast location. We are right even with home plate, but down uh, down the, the, the third base foul line here. So we're just going to guess, and, and our guesses will be co- completely 100% right on everything. We can we can see high and low. That's as far as we're going to be able to go. Exactly. And that last curveball was a bit high. <laughs> just uh, a little high as it bounces off the backstop. <laughs> the freshman, and actually, I got a chance. I was chatting with Ian over there uh, before the ball, the first semifinal was going on, and asked him how he felt. Because you know, freshman be a little amped up here on the, in the postseason game. I'm not sure that I, Ian just plays the game. He just is so relaxed. Nothing really gets to him. So I think he's going to be pretty composed, far far more so than many freshmen will. I don't think the moment's yeah. going to be too big for him. Um, like I say. It's just a game, and he's been playing with two older brothers since since he could walk. So he's not going to look at this any different. That's actually you took the words right out. That's exactly where I was going to go with it. His older brothers, uh, Nolan and uh, and Avery, both were on successful teams there for United. So he's been around this at least at the park while this is going on. Three two pitch. He misses with the fifth one, and uh, they're going to call that a little high. I don't know if that was in or out, but that was just above the belt. Maybe a ball width above the belt there. Yep, that was that was a close pitch. It looked like uh, Nolan turned around and asked us to see where that was missed, and I thought I saw give the emotion that it was up just a smidge. Mm. Well, 
that's going to be a low strike zone then because we do have a great angle on high-low, and that was just above the belt. Lead-off walk for Fenton. Brings up Jaden Rodefer, the right fielder. The Tornadoes fouled straight back. See what A-Town does and how aggressive they are early with straight steals and or some hit and run. You know, that first pitch, obviously, he was not sacrificed. But, um, you know, you got a freshman catcher back there, too. I want to see. Interesting that A-Town will test him. Looking at the uh, running stats for Fenton, uh, just six stolen bases on the air. Has been caught twice. That's most of anybody on A-Town. Swinging and missing is Rodifer, which he's just back from injury, actually. He wasn't on the initial roster that I got sent from Coach Cameron earlier in the week. And then today he's like, I got a new roster. I got a kid coming back from injury today, and it was Jaden Rodifer. Well, anytime you can get a number two hitter back in the lineup, Coach is going to be happy. And going perfect pitch to run on as it's in the dirt and gets to the backstop, but Fenton will have to stop at second with the stolen base off with the pitch. One and two. Now to Rotifer, missing with the 0-2 pitch. Missed a little too far with the 0-2 pitch. Yeah, that, <clears throat> excuse me, low and away, you know, but I, I think I think that's going to be the theme that we're going to see tonight is we're gonna, they're going to try to pressure. Who's going to flinch? Fouled back just getting a piece of it was Rotifer, so the count remains one and two. Nobody out, runner on second. Top of the first inning. Rodifer, looking at his stats, a uh, 250 hitter, does have three RBIs on the season in limited time, just uh, being injured only 10 games this year. Out of the 23 total, missing up and in on Rodifer, so two and two now. And I think Ian thought that might have come back and caught maybe a little piece of that inside corner, maybe, not a, from not his a reaction. Bad, yeah, not a bad count to throw that curveball and see where it's at. Obviously, he liked it a little more than uh, Blue did, but that yeah, one's a good one there. Good that one, there. one was a good one there. Strike three called on Rodifer. First out, first strikeout for Leffler. That'll bring up Kellen Hook to shortstop, batting out of the three-hole for the Tornadoes. Hook, uh, 439. That's a pretty solid season. 23, he played all 23 games for A-Town, a batting 439, 24 RBI. Solid number. Kellen. Kellen is a heck of a ball player. He's, I've seen him do some pretty incredible things in the on the diamond. I've been able to watch him for the last four or five years. Uh, my son played ball with him and Carter Redfern for a few years. Great kids, great families, and um, just fun athletes to watch. I enjoyed watching that young man play football and basketball. Yes. Tornado's a good athlete. 1-0, missing up and in on the first pitch, and now down 2-0. and Going back to that last that strikeout, obviously, anytime you get an out, it's big, but, you know, to keep him from putting the ball into play and hitting the ground ball and advancing that runner over to third with one out, you know, and then multiple ways to score from there is really big. 2-0 and count, now the hook. And that one up in the zone, too, so 3-0. and Not super high, but higher than the ball we've seen called earlier. Not not the hitter you want to fall behind on. This is a count that right now early in the game, 3-0 with the one out. I got to think that Kellen's got a green light here. Yeah, you got to be you, careful with this pitch. Yeah, you got an open base. You've got Carter Redford, who's a 338 hitter, but and there's a strike. Looks like Hook either either a got fooled or was taken all the way. I think he was taken all the way. I think he kind of wish he had that one, but you're like you said, there's an you open base. You should get the same pitch here. You should. Theoretically, you should get the same pitch on 3-1. You do 3-0. It comes with a curveball. You know, again, worse things could happen I than... they were staying away from him there a little bit. I, it's an open base. It's an interesting pitch since he really hasn't established the curveball yet because it's so early in the game. 
interesting there. But again, you know, you got an infield fly situation. You got force outs. Worse things could happen than walk and you know one of the better hitters yeah. in the conference. Uh, Coach Molik out now to talk to his infield and his freshman just to kind of settle settle the freshman down. Uh, not tremendous. Uh, what what I have twenty walks in thirty five innings, so that's not that's not a tremendous amount in thirty five. Maybe a little higher, but as a freshman, that's only going to get better the next three years. Looking at uh, Leffler's strike percentage, sixty percent. That 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 could come up maybe two or three percent, and then first pitch strike sixty. That's actually pretty solid. So here's a young man, Carter Redfern, that's been playing really well here late. You know, as Coach Cameron stated earlier, he's just kind of sneaky, growing those numbers. But you know, you want to you want to go after him, but yet you got to respect what's happening where he's at. There's a drive to center right at the center fielder. That's a uh, that's a scouting report out there. Not moving hardly one step on that line drive was Kelton Ryan to make the second out. That's a big out. That was a big out. You know, you did solid wood on Man, that. That one. was yeah, that was all barrel, <laughs> all barrel, straight to center field. Neither neither runner could could get back and tag. About mid outfield on the line drive. So now with two away, that brings up Justin Keener, the left fielder, with the Tornadoes. And just missing. Now they're oh. down to second. They have the runner hung up, but a low throw from. From uh, from Nolan Jinx that allows uh, Fenton to get the third. He's he's done that so many times and many times more times than not. It's ended up in center field, and that's just not a play that's going to work and be successful. Now with two and outs, with two Help. outs, you just don't give him the extra run. That's just a, that's a freshman mistake. It's just not understanding the game well enough. But I hope that you know Ian's done a good job to try to get two outs and get him out of a jam. And you know we just can't give that one up. That's just. He's with two outs. He's probably going to score on a hit anyway. But now he scores on a pass ball or a wild pitch. I mean that—that's what hurts right there. And again, I, you know, Nolan's trying to be aggressive. I understand that he was not doing anything other than just trying to help his team out. But that's just—that's a play that we don't want to bring into play right now. That's not the—that's not the right play. It would be the same thing if Ian was trying to pick the guy all second. Probably don't need it at that time. Right, two away. Go get the batter. It's one on one now to Keener. There goes the runner at first. He'll go down to second without a throw. And what was the call? Was that? That was the strike. Strike, okay. yes. Yeah. It looked pretty good. Stolen base. Puts two runners in scoring position as Hook gets down to second. Second and third with two away. One and two count on Keener. 233 hitter. Does have 13 RBIs with that 233 average, though. And got him on the high fastball. Down on strikes goes Keener. So a little mini rally there for the Tornadoes. No runs, no hits. There were no errors and two runners left on base after half an inning. It's A-Town 0, United 0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to Abingdon. No score after half an inning of play. We'll set the A-Town defense for you folks listening at home. In the outfield from left to right, left fielder Justin Keener. In center field, Carter Redfern. And right fielder Jaden Rodifer. Infield for the Tornadoes tonight. Drew Fouch at third base. Shortstop is Kellen Hook at second base, Alex Fouch. And first baseman Evan McDormand, the battery for the Tornadoes behind the plate, Dre Anderson, and on the pitching mound is Dawson Fenton. Batting order for the United Red Storm, leading off Elliott Copeland. Batting second, Derek Sargent. Batting third, Ian Leffler. Cleaning up, Carter Rosine. And I think he's blasted three, at least three home runs since we did the game at West Central. What, maybe a week and a half ago? It's funny, when we did the game at West Central, that's one of the things we talked about was he was just missing. He was pressing just a little bit. He just needs that one little bloop single, and things will start going. 
it wasn't a bloop single. It was a solid line drive single. And then all of a sudden, boom, power started coming back, confidence came back, and he's been hitting the ball real well lately. And I, I know, I've, I've, I've coached teams, I've watched games in this field. This, this can be this can be a little bit of a home run park. So if uh, Rosine can maybe get something up in the air, and of course, nighttime, maybe the air's a little bit heavier. Yeah, so the only thing I was going to question is, you know, I've not seen many here, but I've also not played many night games here. I've played none. Maybe it's just the pitching staffs I had gave up a bunch of home runs. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's where the problems lie. Maybe it's not such a home run park. It's the pitching staffs I had. I'm just kidding. Wrong pitch call from the coach. Right. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Nolan Jiggs batting fifth for the United Red Storm. Batting sixth, Nick Terrell. Batting seventh, Carson Horner. Batting eighth, Max Cole. And batting ninth, Kelton Ryan. Let's look at stats for Dawson Fenton on the season on the uh, pitching mound. Fenton, 27 innings. He started seven games. That's most for A-Town. One and four record. Seven ERA with a 238 batting average against Dawson. 48 strikeouts out of 27 innings. That's pretty impressive there. That's nearly nearly two strikeouts an inning for Fenton. But where he gets himself in trouble is the 30 walks in 27 innings. That's probably where he gets himself in a little trouble. And that's where that ERA gets I was just going to say, the ERA is a little surprising until you look at the walks because, you know, when, when the kid's throwing strikes, he is one of the better ones in. Pitch to Elliott Copeland leading off for United is a ball, so ball one, one and oh to Copeland. Second pitch down in the zone, maybe a little out there. Might have took uh, catcher's glove away from him in there a little bit. Two and oh. oh. I hate having this angle. All we have is up down. I can't see anything from in and out. Two and oh, and missing in the dirt. So three and oh on Elliott Copeland. Taking the leadoff spot from uh, um, AJ Jenks who who had to sit tonight. With the uh, the one game suspension from the from the incident this weekend, so Elliott trying to set the table here, and he's coming back from injury not too long ago. I think just coming back when you and I were doing the game yep. a week and a half. Yeah, he'd been back just a couple games, and one of the things we talked about at that point it was he just needed to see get more at bats, and uh, you know he started to see the ball real well put into play, and he's he's got himself uh, you know building that hit or the batting average up because he's been hitting the ball real well. So that brings up Derek Sargent. Now we'll see what Coach Molick has on there, see if he gets Copeland in motion, or maybe Sargent lay one down. Didn't square around and missing. So that's five I, straight balls. I think they're going – I'm guessing that Molick's not going to do anything until they establish until the strike, strike zone. Yeah. Yep, I think yep. it's going to be just a straight take until the strike, and then I wouldn't be terribly shocked if he, you know, once he's got a strike thrown. Yeah, strike one. So now it wouldn't shock me too much if he wanted to put down a sacrifice to get somebody moving over. But I don't think with Elliott's knee it's going to be a straight steal. I think it's going to be something they're going to have to move him over the old-fashioned way. Yeah, big old now throw over from Fenton. Sliding head first back in as Copeland. Yeah, nice. And pretty good size uh, uh, knee brace on that left yeah. knee. And Derek's a good candidate to put sacrifice down. You know, he, he's he got some wheels. He's going to rush, make him force the throw. And they're going to have to rush a little bit. And that's time he does square, and out the ball taken. Good call. Waited good. for that first strike, and then yep. then they'll work on something here. Yep, then he pulled it back, but that was, you know, like I say, Derek's not going to hurt. You know, he'll hit, get solid base hits, don't get me wrong, but I think he calling the, you know, calling a sacrifice right here is a smart play, getting somebody in to see if we can't manufacture something. Squaring around early is Sergeant. Uh, that sometimes means he's going to pull it back. And they try to call time, and, and hey. a ball off the catcher's glove back to the screen. And down to second base goes Copeland on the wild pitch. I, I think not awarding that timeout affects uh, Fenton yeah. more so than it did Sargent. Yeah, I, I do too. I think he was expecting it, but he's always been told you got to keep going through the motions, and I think that got to him a little bit more. 
Now, and uh, I think now, we talked about this at West Central. Not a whole lot of sacrifices on the season for United. I don't think Coach yeah. Molick is is a huge proponent of the sacrifice. Only five in Nick had seven games. Nick had, had one that game, yep. and then he's had one since then. I know, but there's not a lot of them. Now, three one. I don't think you're sacrificing at this point, but you know, if you can bunt him to third, why not? And now Copeland does, or excuse me, Sergeant does get time. I think with a, a I think <laughs> I think three one he's just going dead red right I, here. I think so too. I don't think you square around on three one, especially he's having some trouble with the zone. And with with Ian and Carter coming up, you know he's going to score on a base hit. You got to think so. Yeah, it's a good pitch right knee high on Leffler, so that fills it up. Or on Sergeant, excuse me, three two on Derek Sargent. dancing out there in second was Copeland. That caused Fenton to uh, take a little bit more time out there before he came to the plate. Now he'll step off. And Chase Copeland back to second base. Full count. Big pitch here early in the ball game. Nobody out. Runner on second. Bottom of the first. No score. And swung on a miss. After falling behind 3-1. Down on strikes goes Sergeant. We're out number one. And that's one of those uh, you and I talked about. I talk about every broadcast is, is the productive outs. That's, you got to make a productive out there. You don't. I don't require you to get a hit, but as a coach, I require you to try to make a productive out. Get that guy to third. Just like we talked about in the, in the top, you know, that second out, getting that strikeout without getting a, the advance in the runner. Now one away and runner on second. Ian Leffler, the pitcher, tried to help his own cause. Takes the first pitch for a ball. Leffler having a really nice season. We were talking about the nice season on the, on the uh, mound. He's just under 400 now, 398, 26 RBI. He does not get shortchanged on any swings, and I've seen him. I've seen him take some high fastballs and still gets his hand above. Ooh, there's a big old cut and foul on it. Back against the screen to even the count at one-one. He hit a shot in the second game for West Central that it was a bomb, no doubt, immediately. But like I say, all year he's been consistent, hits the ball hard. His his older brother uh, Nolan. Used to, used to have a little power for his size. And then Avery, he got more of a frame for Avery. Now pop up on the infield, shortstop coming over and making the play is Kellen Hook. So that's the second out of the inning. Still a non-productive out. And still at second base is Copeland. Yeah, he's kind of got the frame of Avery, the oldest brother, but a little power in the bat like Nolan used to mm-hmm. have a little bit. And speaking of power, <laughs> Carter Rosine digging in now. And right now, you know, obviously home runs are great, but right now just a, you know, just looking for that gap shot right now. Rosine leading the team with 27 RBIs, five home runs, takes a ball and dirt. Good stop back there by the catcher, Dre Anderson. That was textbook back there. Got the guards, got the butterfly going there. Like a hockey goalie on that one. 1-0 to Rosine. Five home runs, one double. So when he gets a hold of it, he gets a hold of it. 1-0 pitch, Fenton taking a little bit more time, making sure Copeland gets stopped at second. And a big cut and missing. But the swing was Rosine, but a big cut there. Yeah, he, that was a, that high fastball that you just – it's so hard to lay off because it just looks so big. But I think the, the gamesmanship here between Fenton and, and uh, Elliot Copeland, I think that threw Carter off. Now swinging in the dirt, good off-speed, maybe curveball here. Can't really tell from our angle, but – Definitely something off speed in the dirt, swinging over the top of it was Rosine. Without a doubt, had Carter guessing on that pitch. Now he just got to shorten up, just like you said before he stepped in. He got to shorten up and just try to get that runner home somehow. Two strikes, one and two, two away. Fenton trying to get out of the inning and does with the strikeout. 
similar to Ian Leffler getting out of his jam with a strikeout. Second strikeout of the inning, third out for United Red Storm. No runs on no hits. There were no errors and a runner left on base. After one full, we're tied 0-0 between A-Town and United. We'll be back in one minute. Back here in Abingdon as we head to the top of the second inning. For the A-Town Tornadoes, it will be the 6-7-8 hitters, Evan McDormand, Drew Fouch, and Alex Fouch. Both teams threaten in that first inning, and as a coach, you're like, I just want to break through with just one run in that first inning. Tip your cap to both of the pitchers for yep. battling through that and getting out of jams. You know, Absolutely. they stepped up and threw the pitches that they needed to, um, and that's going to be the key. Lafler against Evan McDormand, first pitch swinging out to the second baseman. Nice play by Nick Terrell, cruising over. You'd have had that. Uh, you'd have had that much, much easier. Than, I, than I wouldn't have had to look. jump. I'd have just been camped underneath <laughs> it. Pop out on, on one pitch. And <laughs> uh, 22 pitches in that first inning for Ian Leffler. Uh You'd like one pitch, one out's good here to start the second. You like it? You like Absolutely. A, uh, low pitch inning. Yes. Beat that bottom of the strike zone here. Nice curveball starting off here. It was beautiful. Call it taken for a strike by Drew Fouch. And obviously the sarcasm earlier. No, I, Nick was Nick made a better jump than, than I did, or would have. <laughs> you, you didn't get your hops? Is that what, you, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Taking for strike two. Looks like, uh, looks like Fenton has kind of settled in here a little bit. Got the strike, got a fly out on one pitch to Redburn, got a strike out of Keener, and now one pitch pop up and two strikes. It looks like he's starting to settle in here a little bit. You know, or Ian, left around. Yes, Fenton. and yeah. three. You know what? Starting that second, starting that with a curveball and setting that up, there's some confidence when you're going to start the uh, a new batter lead off with a with a chair, with a curveball. Yeah, I mean you're right. I, I love I love his demeanor for a freshman. He looks he, like a veteran the way he carries himself out there on the bump. Again, it's just a game to Ian. He just goes out and does what he's supposed to do. And you know, I've seen him get a little bit frustrated, but just at his himself. Oh, what a good Line quick inning for right at the first baseman, Carter Rosine. That's a five-pitch inning. That's really welcome after a 22-pitch first inning. Three up, three down for the A-Town Tornadoes. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. As we go to the bottom of the second, it's A-Town zero, United zero. We'll be back in one minute. Back in Abingdon, getting ready for the bottom of the second inning. Good top of the second inning by Leffler. Five-pitch inning gets... Uh, Again, after the 22-pitch first, and he gets him down to 27. So uh, Dawson Fenton will take them out here in the bottom of the second. Not only did he need that just to kind of control that, but have the dominant inning to gain some confidence, he didn't give Fenton a lot of time to rest in the dugout between innings. So he's coming back. Not the 17 is a lot. He's in shape, young man. But, you know, still, he's got to come back and get right back on the bump quick. It'll be Nolan Jenks, Nick Terrell, and Carson Horner for United in the bottom of the second inning. Swinging at the first pitch was Nolan Jenks swinging through. Fastball by Fenton down on the count 0-1. That's the pitch United has been chasing so far. You know they they can't they've yet to lay off that high strike, and the umpire's yet to call it. It's one of those that in the dirt. Ball one, one and one now on Jinks. Looking at Nolan's numbers for the season, 373. That's second on the ball club, 22 RBIs, four doubles for his only extra base hits of the season. He's done a really nice job of hitting. And swinging and missing. So one and two now. Fenton ahead in the count. Fenton got behind, uh, didn't throw a first pitch strike to any of the first four batters in that uh, first inning. Gets ahead here on Jenks, one and two. And in the dirt, two and two. Two Jenks. 
Fenton throws pretty hard, and I think sometimes I just wonder if when he's missing is because is he trying to overpower the ball sometimes? He got a little in the dirt against the three. He got a little snap to his to his I, delivery too. I was snap just, to it. I was just going to say if you saw that Switch same thing Switch. on that pitch, it's one of those. Is like, I'm going to pay a little more attention, but I wonder if that was his tail on the curveball. Three and two count to Nolan Jinks, and this one taken for strike three. Pretty good pitch height-wise. Couldn't tell if it was in or out, but the cold strike will be the third strikeout for Dawson Fenton, the first out here in the bottom of the second inning. Nick Carroll will dig in. What's the uh, scouting report on this kid? <laughs> Confidence and be aggressive early in the zone. Um, he's just not swinging the bat enough in his at-bats, in my opinion. And we, that's something we talked about uh, that Saturday morning we did that game together. Yeah, it, he went through a stretch early where he got walked like ten got ten times in three games, and then it was the double-edged sword. It is, and then it's just you almost expect him to get walked too much. Pops the second pitch up after uh, it's going to go out of play down the third baseline, so that'll even the count at one-one. First pitch missed to Nick. He also he, he lets it get a little too deep on him at times as well. You know, it's like I will critique his batting just because I know a little more. Sure, I'd sure like to see him get it out front a little bit more with an up-the-middle approach. You're allowed. If it's your son, you're allowed. Takes for strike two, so one and two now on Nick. Broke off a little curveball there. You know, if I'm fitting right now, you come back with a fastball. One and two with one away. And little flop flare out to second base. One hop. It's going to be a close play, and they just get Nick down the line. Four three on the put out. A little dangerous little pop-up there that... <laughs> Second baseman Alex Stoss didn't really know when to come, when to come up and catch it or play it off the bounce. And the longer you wait, the longer that guy. Uh, and what's the spin of the bounce going to do? Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. That's dangerous to let that let that drop like that. Yeah, and and Fenton came back with a curveball. You know, good for Nick staying on that curveball. I thought he was going to come back with a fastball just because he's adjusted his timing. And swinging and missing at the first pitch is Carson Horner. Carson hitting two sixty four. Oh, in the red storm. Two away, bottom of the second inning, no score. Benton, curveball stays up in the zone that time, 2-0 and to Horner. Carson has had some really big hits in the last few weeks. He's just come up and, you know, just no, no, the moment has never been too big for him. 12 RBIs, that's, as I look down, that's a, that's a, that's a good number. That's and a I'm, good number. I'm guessing most of them are within the last five, six ball games. I don't know that, and I'm making that up, but from, if my memory serves me well, like I say, he's had some just really big hits lately. Two and one, now two and two on Carson. Corner, two and two. Yeah, three two-out RBIs. That's, that's one of my favorite stats on that whole sheet is the two-out RBIs. And swinging and missing down on strikes is Horner. That's the third out of the inning for the United Red Storm. Strikeout number four. For Dawson Fenton, no runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. We are still waiting for the first hit of the ball game through two full 0-0 United and A-Town. We'll be back in one minute. Welcome back to High School Baseball here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Sunday, 97.7 WMOI. Cub Baseball over on our sister station, AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. Got a good one going here. Pitchers duel through two full. No hits for either the United Red Storm or the A-Town Tornadoes. It will be... 9-1-2 for the A-Town Tornadoes here in the top of the third inning as Ian Leffler goes out for his third inning of work. Jerry Anderson, Dawson Fenton at the top of the order, and Jaden Rodifer. You took the words out of my mouth. I was just saying, we got a good one brewing right now on a beautiful night for baseball. Yes, it is. The sun going hey. down, lights are on here. 
And this will be an interesting as the game goes on, and if it stays competitive, visibility. You know, they got good lights here. Don't get me wrong, but these kids haven't played in, under under the lights no. this season. So, what will that do with them picking up the ball on the spin? It's definitely, absolutely, definitely different. Inside ball two to Trey to Trey Anderson. Yeah, it's different. Absolutely, we play we play a lot of games under the under the lights in the summer for Legion Ball, and I know the kids get excited. They'll come back to the dugout and say, "I just didn't see it. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. didn't see it." Two and zero now to Dre Anderson from Leffler misses high three and zero. So Dre Anderson, the nine hitter, trying to set the uh, set the table here for the top of the order. Anderson, an 077 hitter through uh, sixty two plate appearances, really not somebody you want to mess around with. I'm, I'm not saying either team has the, the stats for four pitch walk mm. to the nine man. Now, I don't know where that last one missed. The other ones were high. I'm not sure where that one missed, but I could tell Ian wanted that. But you're exactly right. You know, if you got to attack that nine hitter, you do not want to give them that easy base and then give the top up. And out will come uh, older brother Nolan Leffler is going to have a chat with his younger brother Ian as Nolan is on the coaching staff for United Red Storm. Nice staff over there with Coach Mullick, Jason Lancaster, Nolan Leffler, Jeff Neal, and Lance Alding. That, that's, a, that's a coach's meeting I wouldn't mind hanging out in. <laughs> i got to think the conversation <laughs> is slightly different. <laughs> what are you doing? Mom's watching, you know. <laughs> Do that again, I'm going to tell Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, that's one you don't want. Yeah, you don't want to make Grandpa mad in that family, right? <laughs> Dawson Fent, leadoff hitter for the A-Town Tornadoes. Now we'll see what Coach Cameron has on here. See if he'll get Anderson in motion. Not with first pitch and not squaring either with Fenton. And it's I, the same situation, I think. I go back to where, you know, got to throw me a strike first. And if you throw me a strike... I'm probably not sacrificing Fenton, but I might implement a hit and run. 1 0 pitch to Fenton, taken all the way, and ball two, missing outside, I think. Height looked pretty decent from here, but we have no angle to see in and out. But it looked like, uh, like Nolan Jinx had to reach out there for that one. You get a ball loose on the field? And that's something that. So if we're missing outside and we've, we've got six straight balls, this is where I want Nolan to just. Yeah. His position and get yes now get back a little bit more behind the plate to take away that outside. There's the strike finally after six balls, so two and one now to Fenton. Now we'll see if Coach Cameron has any. He's flashing some signs right now, not calling out numbers. I love it. <laughs> flashing signs, old school baby. I like it. Two and one, ahead in the count is Fenton. Not going as a runner at first and missing high. That's almost the exact same spot, height-wise. Can't see in and out, but that's the same exact height-wise as, as the uh, strike one call. And you're starting to see Ian react a little bit different on the on, on the mound right now, too. So, you know, I think there's a couple pitches that he thought were, were good pitches at not getting his call. So There's one. Same height. That looked way more down the middle of the plate anyway. Mm-hmm. I think Fenton looked like he was all, almost taken all the way because that – Holy cow, when you, when you say the word gut shot, that looks like a gut shot right there. Up yeah. in the zone, back belt, down the middle. High. Yeah. Now full count, not going again. And yeah. oh, strike three. Got him. Nice comeback by Leffler to get Fenton looking for the first out of the inning. Yeah, I think being, being wild for six pitches in a row kind of threw him off a little bit. You start getting complacent. You don't get that, that aggressiveness in the plate. I mean, you want to play smart baseball, but it, it naturally takes your aggression away. Mm-hmm. Now we'll see if they get Trey Anderson on the move. And, and back to where you were saying earlier, unproductive outs. 
Yep. Now he threw a couple strikes, gets that big out, and then leads and starts us one off with his curveball. Rodifer struck out looking back in the first inning. Again, just coming back from injury. Dre Anderson with just uh, six stolen bases on the season. Misses with the first one. Good block. By Very Nolan good block, Jinx. Nolan Jinks. United's got uh, the middle infield playing up the middle, so there's definitely a, a big hole between Carter and Nick on the right side. One and one to Rodifer. Leffler takes a look. Anderson creeps out just a little farther. Now squares and takes a strike. I was about to follow that up with the positioning of the infield right now. They bunt. Nick cannot get to second or no, first base to cover. No, you're so right. That has to be fielded by Ian at this point. Carter's going to have to stay back. That's the only way they're going to get this out with, with the way their infield is positioned. Yeah, good point because uh, Nick Terrell, the second baseman, is not. There goes the runner. High high pitch. Good pitch to, to throw down on and state sliding under the tag. Uh, pretty good throw by Nolan Jenks. Perfect pitch to throw on. That's Going back to my old catching days, that was a perfect pitch. You're coming up to catch the pitch anyway and just guns it right down the second. Man, a good throw, but I think Roderick, or, uh, excuse me, uh, Anderson got too big a jump. Good catch, or a good throw, good catch, good tag, just yeah, just a good jump. Now runner in scoring position and fouling it off. A good curveball, but that's a great just kind of get this out of play swing right there. And he looked down at Coach Cameron, kind of gave that deep breath like <laughs> I can't believe I got a piece of that one. 2-2 with one away, runner in scoring position at second base. This Dre Anderson after takes a look, comes to the plate, and fouled straight back again by Rodifer. He went and chased that high fastball right there, but he's going to go down being aggressive. Whatever happens, it's going to be because of aggressiveness at the box. Six pitches now to each of the last two batters, six to Rodifer and six to Fenton before he got him to strike out. But it's another jam United's in right now. you got one out runner on second. 2-3-4 two, three, four, two, three, four coming up. And in the dirt, good block by Jenks, keeping that runner at second. That's huge. That's even bigger than, than keeping him at first earlier in the inning. Keeping him at second there is really big. And it's 3-2 three and two now. 3-2 three, count to Rodifer with an, with an open base, but Kellen Hook on the heck. Yeah, didn't get one of the, <laughs> whole different one situation one of the better there. hitters coming up, and you didn't, he didn't get an opportunity in his first at-bat. And then you got Carter Redfern that stroked the ball pretty well to center field in his at-bat. Ooh, just ball four, yeah. Ooh. Boy, I think. I, think I don't think Rodifer, he knew. No, he, I think Rodifer was I, headed back to dugout. I think I, he expected a called strike there. I think I think there's a lot of people that thought that was strike three. Yeah, and again, we, we are way down the uh, third baseline, about halfway between home and third, so we can only see up and down, but that puts runners at first and second now with one away. Yeah, it's, and it tips off of Nolan Jenks' glove. That'll be a pass ball. And go to the backstop. Both runners will move up. Too early in this in this game to really talk about the importance of this at bat. This could be the you know, but this is going to be a very yeah, very key situation that um, going to going to set the tone for the rest of the game on one side or the other. In my opinion, every game has multiple points in it, and this is definitely one of them. And fouling straight back off of Nolan Jinx's face mask and. Seems to be just fine, and those are the new ball back to his pitcher. Get ready to go. One of one with one away. Runners at second and third. No score. Top of the third inning. A town at the plate. The five seed taking on the three seed. Red Storm curveball is That's a beauty. Nice. 
successful. He broke one off there and had had Kellen Hook, a, one of the more solid ball players in the park right now, had him buckling the knees a little bit there. Now, you're ahead. You're ahead in the count. What's Ian coming back here? Do you throw it again? And goes hard right at the second baseman. Nick Terrell gets the out at first. Yeah, good play there. Had to get the out. No chance with the infield deep, as that's something I didn't even allude to. Coach Mollick had the infield deep there with, with one away. So RBI ground out by hook. That's that's the productive out yes. we talked about. Yes. And that puts A-Town up one nothing. And going on to third is Jaden Rodifer. Now with two away, though, and Carter Redfern flew out to center field. Line drive right at the center fielder. Hook hit that ball hard enough on that big hop to Nick that he was looking across the diamond. He didn't look home, but he was looking to potentially see if there was that out at third. Um, but he made the wise choice and then made that good quick snap throw to third to kill the play, get the second out, and now we go. I, I always said, and I'm not the first one probably, I always said don't make a good play bad and don't make a bad play worse. There you go. He made the absolute right decision. Early in the ball oh. now skips in front of Nolan Jenks and hops down the first baseline for a wild pitch. And across the plate comes Jaden Rodifer, two to nothing, eight down in the top of the third inning. And pitch in the dirt, nothing. And I've I've been back there. And there's nothing you when it, when the ball bounces out that far, mm-hmm. you just pray it hits you in a good spot, right? <laughs> Because if not, it's just it's just an unlucky. Yeah, Norman's a little upset, but I don't think that's on you. No, but. absolutely not. And now a ground ball to third base, high hop across the diamond, good throw across there by third baseman Elliot Copeland to get the out and shut the inning down for the Eight Town Tornadoes. Two runs, uh, no hits, still no hits in the ball game, but small ball, little little stolen base there had a. Had good base running on a wild pitch in the pass ball. RBI ground out. Small ball, baby. It's about you know earning your way on base. And, and right now, the, the three passes, that's the difference. Two runs on no hits, no errors, and a runner left on base. As we go to the bottom of the third inning, it's A-Town 2, United 0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here in Abingdon, the A-Town Tornado scratch across a couple of runs in the top of the third. No hits in the inning. A couple of walks in there as uh, Ian Leffler kind of made, uh, made his own bed there. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just a matter of reestablishing the strike zone when he came out to start the inning and uh, threw six balls in a row and then and then uh, bounced a couple in the dirts and gave some extra bases that way. It's just an um, A-town, as you said, productive outs. Put the ball into play. That whole inning started with the nine-man getting on. Dre Anderson with a walk. We'll see if United can reciprocate here. They've got 8-9-1, Max Cole, Kelton Ryan, and Elliot Copeland. See if they can get something going here against Dawson Fenton in the bottom of the third. Cole on the season is hitting 152. Does have three doubles and a triple. And takes the first one in the in the uh, dirt from all one. You know, he's his average, you know, it's you're not gonna go and brag about a one fifty two average, don't get me wrong, but it just doesn't seem like he he seems like he's had better at bats yeah. than the average shows. I'm watching him now. I, I like I like his his mechanics. triggers. Yeah, his, his, I like his mechanics. His trigger is good. Um, he he looks like he sees the ball well, but it just again, I think he's one of those that I think he's one he, he he's had better at bats than the numbers show. And you know the game of baseball sometimes that'll do it to you. <laughs> those baseball gods, as Coach Cameron was talking about in the. Uh, in the uh, pregame show, or the pregame interview, swinging and missing at uh, the fourth pitch from Fenton. That evens the count at 2-2. A couple balls and then a 
called strike and then the swing strike by Max Cole. Yeah, he's a, he's a little busy with the bat, like right here. He's a little busy with the bat, but, you know, like you said, the trigger, everything else is pretty good. Now he mm-hmm. calls time, but I like to see him a little, little bit more quieter with the bat. And I think that's just his way of trying to stay loose and yep. keep those twitch muscles going and keep them firing. Um, you know, watch his hands when he gets ready to step. Yeah, they're up high. They're up about the building and then, cap now and then down in the right position. And they're up top, but then once he's really, once we're the pitcher's in motion and he's ready to get into the transition and the launch position, they come back to where you want to see, and then they do quiet down quite a little bit then. And, you know, every hitting coach around there says, I don't care what you're doing there, as long as you're in the right position when you're supposed to be. Take some, take some walk. When I was coaching, I called it the pretty with the girls. I said, listen, listen, this is your pretty. I really don't care what this is right here. As long as when we're ready to fire, we are in certain positions at that point. Yep. Well, a walk started the two-run inning for the A-Town Tornadoes. We'll see if the United Red Storm gets something going here with a leadoff walk by Cole. Getting a good lead. Yeah, thrown over his fence. I think notice that Cole's getting a pretty good lead over there. What's Max? Just stolen base. No stolen bases yet for Max. I tell you, Ryan has been coming up, and he's been hitting the ball really and playing really good baseball. And one of the toughest kids, you know, taking that ball off the forehead, coming back. But he has been—he's had some really good quality at bat the last five or six games. Kelton Ryan here hitting for the United out of the nine-hole center fielder for the Red Storm. Didn't square around there. Oh, another big lead over there by Cole and a lean, a lead and a lean. Let's see if Fenton notices that. And it was a ball to Ryan. One and one now. And not squaring out of the nine. No, I'm I'm very surprised with down two, but it's only the third inning. You'd like to get one back here. I, you know, yeah, I, I think you play for one and inning if you can. The game's changed, man. The game's changed. Ooh, quick throw over there by Fenton and sliding back here. Mm-hmm. Diving back in is Cole. Safe call by the first base umpire. Mm-hmm. I mean, back when we were, you know, 290 to 310 with 15 to 22 home runs and 110 RBIs with something. <laughs> now 250 with 200 Ks and 52 home runs. That's the difference. And those are the great ones. And swinging at the ball at shoulder high is Kelton Ryan. So now he's down the count one, two. I've hit out of the nine hole. I didn't even look down. I just squared around. Yeah, <laughs> back well, in those days, you know. That was your, you, you knew what yep, your job yep. was. Is, yep. And I know the nine, the nine man in the order has changed dramatically from when, at least, at least when I was younger. The nine man was your first hitter. Now it's your second. Look at that. That's a good shot. shot. That's a solid base hit with two strikes. Oh, we might get. Oh, good thing they didn't throw behind because we had a big turn at second. And uh, he, they throw behind. Single to left. What a nice approach by Kelton Ryan. I I tell you that it's, as I said it before, he just, he's been having some really good solid at bats and just stepping up and getting tough kid. But he's just, when he gets in there, he, he has the same approach. He doesn't, if you noticed, he doesn't do a lot of shortening up with two strikes. He stays aggressive and says, you know what? This is where I'm comfortable with, and this is what I'm going to do. And he had a solid rip right there. First base hit of the game, right? Yeah, that's first hit of the game. You're right. Uh, 250 hitter was Ryan. Now, back to the top of the order, Elliot Copeland now, takes a strike. Was he just squatting to look, or was he actually looking at square? Yeah, I, you, you got a square here, don't you? I, I think you do. I mean, I know looking at the yeah, uh, one, sacrifice stats every year. Uh, every year I look at the United Baseball stats, and there's a whole, there's not a whole lot of marks what, in that sacrifice call. No, he was way late on that swing right there. And he, he, you, so we could argue one of the I, me one out, second, third. I'm okay with that. You know, you got your one, two, three hitters coming up with nobody out. You got to think you can at least scratch out one without giving up the out is what you're hoping for. But 
Um, again, this goes back to that big timely hit that I, we talked about. United just not strung them together. That's I mentioned that in the uh, pregame that we just haven't done had a lot of success with that yet. Be a great time for one right here. He's not going to be squaring with two strikes. 0-2 to Copeland. Nobody out. Runners on first and second. United trails 2-0. And they drop Got up the middle. Run. Right up the middle. Passes shortstop in the center one. field. Coach Mowick waving the runner home. And the Red Storm will get one of those two back. RB single by Elliott Copeland on an 0-2 pitch. So Ryan gets a hit on 1-2. and two, And Copeland right behind on 0-2. Now, now here's a situation with Derek. I probably consider bunding him over now that you got one without giving up an out. You got one back. Derek has not been hitting the ball real solid. He has a tendency to pop up a little bit. I bunt him and get second and third when you got Ian Leffler and Carter Rosine on and you got two coming back. I just think I think you play the averages. Sergeant only a one eighty two hitter. He struck out in the first inning. This is yeah, I think Coach Mullig is talking to him now. I think this is a no brainer. Sergeant does have a sacrifice bunt. Yeah, some, at some point this season, got one of them. So I, I like to say, to me, you know, he sees the ball well. He just tends to pop a little, a few more up than you would like to see. And in this situation, I like the I like the sacrifice bunt. Get him to second and third with two red hot guys with, on deck and in the hole. Absolutely. Now, as a pitching coach, knows how to talk to I, Dawson Fenton and Coach Molick is. Talk to both base runners here. I know he reached out to Coach Lancaster first, and then he went out and talked to Colton over at second base before he came back. So what are they going to do? Corners are in here for A-Town. Middle is now squaring around. He was missing. Or, uh, ball one, Sergeant. Yep. But he I, did square around. I, I still get it. And third staying back. So right now, third is first oh, to come no. in. But third is staying back right now. I don't I don't give it up. I still stay with that bunt down third baseline. Squares again. Bunch I right. went to the first base. That's all right. That'll do the job. First baseman throws to the second baseman. That's a good Covered. team at bat, Derek Sargent. 3-4 on the sacrifice by Sargent. And moving up 90 feet is Kelton Ryan and Elliot Copeland, respectively, at second and third. It's good small ball baseball. We've seen it in this entire third inning now. Both ball clubs. Don't, don't know how it's going to play out at the bottom of the third right here, but I sure like what's been done. I, I think baseball IQ has been really put in play. I really like what's the mindset behind it. You got one of the hottest hitters up right now with Ian. Leffler looks down at Coach Mulligan third, and Mulligan just took him and said, let's go. No signs, let's go. Ball one. And, and you know, Ian wants to help himself, too. It's yes. one of those that I know yep. a cliche, but, you know, he how much, what? How much confidence does go back and forth from the bump to his walks? Maybe a wild pitch thrown in there. He'd love to get uh, a couple of those and back that he felt like he A wild pitch, you got, you got speed at third. Kelton can score on a wild pitch. Well, no, there it is, right, right there. there. Oh, and he doesn't go. Stop and not a big jump, and Coach Molly <laughs> kind of grips his fingers. I all think uh, Ryan yeah. maybe didn't get a good view of it. Hey. Because it it didn't kick up too far up the line, so maybe he didn't get a good view with the batter back there. That was the only angle I had a good one of was the bounce back. But <laughs> again, if you get a bad jump, stay. Don't get yep, out. Don't, don't chance it. Listen, we got a chance of a big inning, or United has a chance to get a big inning here. Don't run yourself out of one if you don't get that jump. That's a good point. That is especially a point, a point where you don't. You it's got to be a hundred percent that you can make it in a case like this. With this with this young man at the plate, you got to be sure you can make it. And if you have any second guesses, don't go. 2-0, and down to Ian Leffler. Dawson checks his runners to the plate. 
Ground ball. That'll, That'll get a run in. That'll oh, get we... the tying run. He's got to come to the plate. And he's late, and we got a run out first. That's not a play that I think Kellen Hook makes very often. That's a decision that uh, I'm a little surprised that he went home on that. If you're, uh, he wasn't even really at middle depth. You know, he's a little deeper than middle depth. That's if you're not, if you're not at least at middle depth or in, that play's got to go to first. He, he's a gr- really good ball player. I think highly of the guy. That just surprised me that that was the play that he made. And he made a close play out of it. Yeah, it made but, it closer when, but, when he looked like he was coming home. I was like, There's, but, that's not going to be close. But you want two outs with this runner on third and not on first instead of one out with now first and sec, or first and third. Because Leffler's probably going to take off here and get in the dirt for ball one to Carter Rosine, who and, struck out in his first plate appearance. And what I think you might see right now is that delayed steal where Ian's going to go late and then they're going to see what that play happens, and and then Kelton's got to read what happens from third and try to steal the run there. Stepping off was Fenton, maybe to see if he was maybe leaning one way or the other. Or see if Rosine's not button. I don't know why (laughs) that even came to my mind here. With one and to Rosine. and, the dirt, and by the catcher, here comes the lead run across the plate. Diving in hit first is Copeland. And down to second goes Leffler. The United Red Storm have answered the two runs for A-Town with three of their own here, and the inning's still alive. As Fenton throws one in the dirt, and and I've been, of course, bragging on the catcher, Dre Anderson, all ball game, but that's just another one. He did the right thing. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, just got to hope you get a good bounce. Yep. So, Runners on, or just a runner on second now. As run comes across, Copeland comes across, and ball three now to Rosine. Now you got to be careful. Yeah, now you, if you're, you, you're I put him on with with here unintentionally. With with Carter the way he's swinging the bat, man, I put one on a tee and I give him green light. Mm-hmm. He's definitely got the green light, and Dawson Fenton should be nowhere near the plate right now, and he is right down the middle. I'm challenge Carter Rosine here, three one. Is the count. And One away, runner on second, three runs in for United. And as you said earlier, you're not looking for anything but that again. You know, Carter, you should Carter. get the same pitch on 3-1 as you do 3-0. And there's up in the zone. Rosine will take the wall. Good patience there by Carter to lay off that high pitch. Because, like you said earlier, that thing looks really good up, <laughs> in, up in that zone. And he laid off of it. And, and, and there's nothing, you know, you're not going to do anything with it. It's no. really hard to get on top of that. So, you know. There's no need for a pop-up in this situation. Nolan Jenks struck out looking back in the uh, second inning, leading off the second inning. One away, two runners on for United. They have taken a 3-2 lead here in the bottom of the third inning. And the first pitch up in the zone for ball one. That's not up too far. The day's been consistent up there. The the, uh, energy level in the United dugout has stepped up quite a bit. And, you know, it's pretty quiet over here in the A-Town, but... Both of them had a real good third inning. And the dirt again, 2-0 and now to Nolan Jinks. Nice play there by Jerry Anderson, too. On a short hop there. Didn't try to block down and went out and catch it. That can be dangerous. Nolan, and if Nick gets up, they both got to do one thing and just deep breath. And don't do too much. Don't let the situation get to you. At this point, you're just taking a BP approach. You know, get a pitch you like and try to hit it hard somewhere. Down the middle for a strike on two and oh, so now it's two and one to Nolan Jenks. Three two winner moves on to the Saturday morning championship against the winner of the first semifinal of the night, the Lion Eye Bluffs. Nine five winner over West Central. Two and one pitch 
to Jenks now. Step off by Fenton. Diving back to second base is Ian Leffler. And quickly out to a lead. Jenks on two and now time called by Nolan. No pitch clock here in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Fenton. Checks the runner at second left. Or to the plate, 2-1 count in the dirt, 3-1 now. Oh, he's in big trouble. Now oh, you're in big trouble. And with uh, just looking at body language for Fenton, he's getting the ball and staring straight back into the catcher here. Yeah, you, you can't look anything but fastball. And low. Ooh, that low him up. Yeah. I don't know where that one missed. That one looked like a real good pitch. That had to have been out. Yeah, likewise, that looked pretty good. And now Nick Terrell with the bases loaded and one away here. Nick can really bust one open here. Handles the bat pretty well. You can do a little bit of different things here with Nick. He handles the bat pretty well. It's good. I think there's a lot of things in play here. Yeah, I, with Nick. I guess, I you know, I don't know. Courtesy runner at first for Jenks is uh, Jake McElwee. I think it's just a matter of, you know, getting it out front, put it in play. Middle still back. You got the corners up. Corners, yeah, corners are corners up. Back's looking look to turn two here. You know, I don't think they're going to do anything too fancy. Just, you know, just see the ball. First pitch from Fenton to Terrell is in the dirt. Not a good stop there by That was Anderson. a real good stop, Ooh. yeah. That's a, just kind of a reach out. No block there, but the ball's I, been, been, been uh, hitting – I, in front of home plate numerous times. I, Gosh, want, tough. I wonder if they got Nick in a take until you get a strike situation right here. 1-0. Benton checks all of his runners to the plate. And down the strike. I, yeah, I think that's what it was. He, didn't, yep. he was not looking to fire at all. So I think now you're in that, finally you're in that go mode here. But yeah, didn't even twitch that. No, I, you know, and, and I know Coach Mullet tends to do that a little bit, so. One-on-one now to Nick Terrell. Bases loaded. One away. Three runs in for United. Answering the two-run top of the third for A-Town. And a swing and miss by Nick Terrell. Good cut there by Nick. Yeah, one and two. That's another one. Got it. Just He was behind it. He's got to get it out front. That one is one of those that, you know, he was a little late on his trigger. Now he's got to try to find something with two here. Chokes up a little bit on the uh, bat, trying to get this thing in play. Middle's deep. Second base was really deep. And he gets a piece, hangs in there. Does Terrell only one-two pitch. One and two with one away. Yeah, any ground ball to second base. Nick's got a chance to beat that out, and that's going to be a run. And shortstop's actually playing. I wouldn't even call that double play depth. Yeah, any ground ball here should score the run as long as it stays off the corner. It took a lot of time between pitches, and it's really kind of thrown a lot of Now, and a ball. Yeah. And he got a balk. He got that, yeah. A balk by Fenton as he looked like he was uh, looking in for the sign, then he came yep. set, and then it looked like he wanted to hook back in for the sign again. Yep, exactly. yep. yep. And I think that's one of those that I think where he's, he's, trying, to, he's trying to mix up the time so much that sometimes you can outthink yourself. So the box so will move everybody out. Now the question, the question is, gonna argue the question is did they everybody they award but did they award the timeout? Because I know I know Nick was looking for the timeout. I did not. 
I so did not. I didn't see that part. He, so yeah, he did call for the discussion. He did call for a timeout. Did the umpire award the timeout? I know I didn't see him award it for sure. Yeah, not that I saw. As uh, Coach Cameron is discussing it with the uh, with the home plate yeah, umpire. So, so well, that moves the runners up to second, third, another run in for United. That takes the force off anywhere. Well, so now if uh, if I got to be a cheerleader here for a second, there, Temp. I got. <laughs> Don't blame come you. On, come on, I would bud. too. Two strikes. Come on, bud. Now you hit one of the corners. Now the tag plays on. You don't necessarily have to just get the four. So now on, all dude. the spots on the infield are in play. In the dirt, good block by Anderson. Two and two now to Terrell. A hit here could very easily make it six to two. Right now, I just want to see him put the ball into play and have that potential. A you know, productive out would be a great at bat right I'm here. Really you know, he's making him throw pitches. I'm, that's good, but the uh, middle infield's not playing in here. It's four two already. And uh, Ian Leffler's kind of settled in ball three. Good take there by Terrell. So that fills it up. They do have an open base if they choose to uh, get the double play back in order for Carson Horner, who struck out back in the second inning. So this will be interesting to see how much the plate this one gets. And how disciplined Nick oh, Carroll is. Oh, that's a good at that, Nick. Nick will load him up with a walk there. Fell behind in the count one and two. Fouled one off. And then a couple of, uh, and then three straight balls. Discipline didn't didn't fish on that one, and it will be Carson Horner with the bases loaded. Now we'll see what Coach Cameron decides. He's going to go yeah. out and talk to his early, so Coach Bowley's going to go talk to his. So we talked earlier about you know I said that the United's got to really have some good quality of bats, and we're not putting hits back together. But on some of these pitches, and obviously we're you've mentioned how our angle, but they've taken and they've taken confidently on some of these pitches, which tells me that they're seeing the ball much better tonight than what I think they have in times. Oh, and Paul, uh, Dawson Fenton's going to come out of the ball game. And bring it in. Get his, Kellen Hook's going to come in. And get his fielding glove. They're certainly not going to take uh, going to take Kellen's bat out of the lineup. For no, sure. no. But <laughs> so because it's a position change right now and it's not injury-related, he doesn't get a lot of warm-up time. You wouldn't think so, no. Just your normal, as anybody would be coming in, and I know yeah. he hasn't warmed up, so he did not want because it didn't look like Fenton was in any, in any kind of no, trouble. So it's not at all. Or, uh, yeah, it didn't look like Fenton was in any kind of trouble. So so now they're doing that. He just gets, what, his five or seven? No. Didn't, did not throw between innings is what, is what uh, I'm saying when the last time they were up. So Kellen Hook will come in for Dawson Fenton. Look at now, uh, here's look, it. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, no, I'm looking over and I see uh, Jake McAwee and Nick are talking, and then we got Carter over here, and it really doesn't impact him a lot because at third base with one out, your 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 role is going to be and rules are going to be different. But what I really hope is Coach Lancaster and Nick and Jake are talking because with one out, you got to understand your assignment. You know, you got to see the line drive through. If you go to station to station, so be it. But you got to get line drives through. You don't want to go. The infield fly still is in play. So if they happen to get an infield fly and let one drop, don't panic and try to take another base and run yourself into an out. That's There's a good just, point that doesn't get brought up. The infield fly, that's a good point that doesn't get brought up enough, probably. You see it a lot. Sure. You know, it's like, oh, the infield will fly. Sure. So everybody kind of relaxes, and then when the ball gets dropped, oh, now I got to go. And it's they panic, and they're like, oh, no, it's a, it, no, you don't have to do anything. Right. The batter is out. You don't have to do anything, but you can at your own risk. Um, it's little things like that that sometimes we – we just assume because we talked about it that they they know, and that's where my approach is. I want to coach that next two, the next play, the next play, 
reminding. And quite frankly, there's a lot of times you can go and do that, and it's still they still, still don't. Yeah, your it human reactions just kick in. And <laughs> didn't I just tell you that? Yeah, I'm sorry, Coach. I heard everything you said, but my reaction said I'm supposed to go there. All right, so now we'll look at uh, look at Kellen Hooks pitching figures. 18 innings thrown for the Tornadoes this year, a 4.28 ERA. Opponents batting 2.17 off Hook. Got a record of one and two. He does have a couple saves on the season. 25 strikeouts in those 18 innings, so that's better than one an inning. And uh, done a really good job around the plate. Only four walks in that 18 innings. That's that's really solid. He threw game one um, out at United, and, and that's what I recall is him just beating his own. It'll be Carson Horner. He struck out last down in the dirt. Again, missing low. Now, they've got the, that young man came back from uh, that had been injured, and they moved him to short, but the one thing about when Callen is brings and he's pitching, you lose it's a, it's you a lose domino a effect. Really, yep. really good shortstop. One and zero pitch to Horner, and strike right at the knees. So one and one now to Carson. Now, if you're uh, if you're Horner, the corners are in. Middle is uh, double play. I don't down. think with Carter on third. I don't think they're doing anything anything other than just try to no, put the ball right. in play here. Yep. And ball two. Outside, so two and one to Horner. Ninth batter of the uh, of the inning here for the Red Storm. They've batted around so far. Four runs in, but the bases are loaded with one away. Two and one count to Horner. Four two United, and ball three in the dirt. One thing I just was looking at, and he's got to be smart over there. Is I just happened to look down at first, and Nick he was halfway to second base. <laughs> I and popped if, out of the corner of my eye. If, if first base drops back, he is in a world of hurts, and he's got to be smarter. But coach has got to be on him. Look where he's at right there, and strike, yeah, strike two there on Horner as he was headed to first. Now has to come back. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a really good um, lead down there, but that goes to that hole. Make sure the liners get through thing because he's got two guys ahead of him that he can't pass anyway. Strike three, good pitch by Hook. Strike three on Horner, second out of the inning, tenth man in the order. Our tenth man of the inning, the eighth man in the order, Max Cole. You know, and I go back. I know I was saying I wasn't a big fan of when Nolan for United threw to second base. A snap throw to first is a little different than a throw back and throw behind at second. Now they're everybody's infield back, obviously with two out. So and strike one to Max Cole. He walked to lead this inning off. Walked and scored the first run for United. Strike one from Kellen Hook in relief of Dawson Fenton. That's the adjustment United's going to have to make is they're going to have to just look that's coming around the zone. Curveball. That one, that one handcuffed the catcher a little bit, too. I'm not, as he looks to the dugout, I'm not sure he was expecting the curveball that no, time. No, he got handcuffed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he, he, did. he even had a, you know. <laughs> gave the good dugout a quick look. <laughs> oh, two, though, to Max Cole. Yeah, okay, he's looking into Coach Travi Moore in that. A-town dugout going, wait a minute, what did we uh... – <laughs> did, did I not get that right, or was that, Kel- was that Kellen's problem? <laughs> One and two to Cole. Four, two. Tornadoes one pitch from getting out of the inning with any more further damage. Get through. Ball. He got through. through. Between the first and We're second. We've got two runs with Jake coming. Nick's going to be a score. And we oh, have on the corners, two RBI single. On a one-two pitch from Max Cole, that's a that's a that's a big base hit from your eight hitter right there. 
two RBIs for Cole brings in Carter Rosine from third and courtesy runner Jake McElwee from second base and going from first to third, Nick Carroll. It's and been a while since United's had some big two out base uh, bases. Two out runs, man. The runs favorite. there. I know we talk about it and and there goes the runner from first, Max Cole. No throws. The pitch is, is uh, a ball to Kelton Ryan. Now, a hit by, by Ryan, who did single yeah, earlier it, in this inning. He, this, the moment is never too big for this kid. Like I say, already 6-2. Six, six runs in. A hit here makes it 8-2. That really makes it tough with uh, Ian Leffler, even though struggling that last inning, swing and miss. Maybe maybe getting a piece, but caught by the catcher. One and one now to Kelton Ryan. Just I like how confident he just carries himself. He just Hook gets the sign. To the plate, one one and two one. Missing low. I don't know where that one missed, to be honest with you. Oh. Had to have been out. Runners at second and third. Six-run inning so far here by United. Bottom of the third inning. Shown the way. Fouled back in a piece of it. Yeah, he's a little, little late on that, so good quick hands to get the barrel to it because he was a little late on his on his go mode. That evens the count at 2-2. A hit here would really bust things open. Leffler, I've got him unofficially 52 pitches through three. That would give him a little leeway to just start pounding the zone and get that pitch count back yes. down. And so oh, good curveball. Good curveball by Hook right there. That ends but the inning. Big inning. Six runs in for the United Red Storm. One, uh, two, three hits. That's it. Uh, no errors in the inning, just a, a whole lot of walks. One, two, three, four walks the uh, United Red Storm has took. We had a balk in there. And uh, ends up in a six-run inning. Six runs on three hits. There was two runners left on base. As we go to the fourth inning, it's 6-2 United. We'll be back in one minute. Welcome back to Abingdon. As we go to the fourth inning, top of the fourth, it'll be the A-Town Tornadoes four, five, or excuse me, five, six, seven hitters in the order. Justin Keener, Evan McDormand, and Drew Fouch. The uh, Tornadoes score two runs in the top of the third inning on no hits. But United responds in the bottom of the third with six runs on just three hits. Only three. We got uh, what eight runs on the board. Three hits total. The ball came here. <laughs> <laughs> first pitch to Justin Keener is for a strike. Keener struck and, out to end the first inning. And two of them, if not all three, were two outs, right? Yes. Yeah. Swing and missing is Keener. And I had mentioned during the break that with a four-run lead. 52 pitches unofficially going into this inning before Ian Leather. He can just pound the zone. And then and then you brought up a good point as well. You, you can't change too much. Yeah, I mean, it, you're right. Let your defense put, do the work. You know, try to get them to put in play, get the ground ball outs. Um, at the same token, sometimes you want to try to do more because you feel like you got more wiggle room that if you do fall behind, you can come back and not get, air quote, hurt as badly. Strikeout by Justin Keener swinging for the first out of the inning. That is strikeout number one, two, three, four, five for Leffler. Five through three in the third inning. That'll bring up Evan McDormand, the first baseman, popped out to, to Nick Terrell, to lead off the second inning. And that uh, sky-high jump by uh, <laughs> Nick. Ball one to McDormand. Low and maybe even a little outside. 
winner will move on to Saturday morning's championship game right here in Abingdon. They'll take on the Illini Bluffs Tigers. You talk about that leaping catch that Nick had out there. United had a basketball coach, he'd be recruiting. <laughs> That's right. He'd be recruiting Nick for to play, play some basketball for him. One and one. Two big Dorman. One away. Popped up on the infield. Drifting over into foul territory is the third oh, baseman. Whoa. And, uh, well, it didn't hit it, 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 it didn't hit anything, no. no it it just came, and running. it was barely foul. Well, it's that nighttime thing. Yeah, I, you know, I just wonder if that's what happened. You just sure. lost in that dark blue sky up there right now. I don't know if either team, of course, you know, United can't practice at night. They don't have lights. You could have maybe found a ball diamond somewhere with lights. But United or A-Town probably had a couple practices in the dark. At least you'd think they probably did this week. I don't know. I I would like to think that if I was in the situation and had sure. the opportunity, I would. Just sure. because, again, there's a lot of things that are like that that's different. Yeah, absolutely. So. Because, I mean, Elliot just had to have lost it in the sky because he was 10, 15 feet from it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, when it fell, he was, it wasn't even close to it. That's up in the zone on the 2-2 pitch, so it's full count now to McNorman. Yeah, it fell so far from him, I thought it might have hit something because there is a pole in play, but I don't think there's any wires to it. It comes nope. up from the ground. So, And if it would have hit that, then it's dead ball. Yeah, I'm dead assuming. ball. Yeah, yeah. So, as long as it hits in foul territory, which it was. Yeah, exactly. So three and two to count to McNorman takes a walk. So a one-out walk to McNorman will bring up through foul. Struck out in his previous plate appearance back in the second inning. And now Coach Cameron will will put a uh, this will be a pinch, pinch runner, runner for yep. Keener, or excuse me for McDormand, first baseman. And who ran over there? Fifteen. So the uh, pinch runner will be Lucas Andrews for McDormand. This is a pinch running thing, which they'll they'll reinsert McDormand back in the game. But that'll be the last time that you can re-enter him. So Correct. Should he be yeah, on so bases later in the game? Then, yeah, if he gets on late and when yeah. it's there, yeah, absolutely. I don't have uh, 15 on my roster. I've been given some faulty documents. Here we go. It's on. That's just the stats. Um, um, uh, oh, it's on that yeah, one. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. I'm no, looking at no, my stats. Uh, yeah, yeah, no stats for, uh, for Lucas Andrews, but on the uh, roster. Foul ball by Drew yeah. Fouch. That was almost a really good swing and bunt. So 0-1 now, count to Drew. You see these base paths more and more where it's all grass instead of dirt yeah, all the way through, and I'm going to be honest I'm with you, I'm not a fan of it at all. <laughs> Knoxville's got it's been it that way. Forever. This one's yep. got it here, and I just don't like it. Up in the zone. So 1-1 one one now to Drew Fouch. Yeah, I've, here, I've here. coached some games here against yeah. having done it. I'm not, not a huge fan of the of the grass baseline. Here's where I'm, if I'm Coach Moloch or Coach Nolan Leffler as a pitching coach, this is where I'm saying, hey, work low. Work low. We don't get hurt down there. Curveball nice over the plate for a strike. One and two. Ian broke one off there on Drew Fouch. I don't think Andrews will. Take off down four over there. Got him on a fastball. Strike on the outside corner, about knee high. Nothing, nothing. Crouch could do with that one. That was just one of those that the time, you know, the the difference in speed between the curveball on strike two and the fastball coming back. You know, when he's ahead in count, is he going to come back with back to back? And that's where he was guessing, and just 
almost, almost I mean, you have, you have to, but man, it's, you can overthink in that box a whole lot. Up high for ball one to Alex Fouch. Two away now, runner on first. Two strikeouts. That's a six strikeout for Leffler here with two outs and a four. I was never blamed for overthinking a whole lot when I was in the batter's <laughs> box temp. I have never been blamed for overthinking my whole life. That's thrown to the backstop. Like I've told you before, I don't know. I know nothing, and I can prove it. <laughs> a wild pitch will send Lucas Andrews down to second base, get himself in scoring position. Well, if you're A-Town, you could get you could just get a hit here for Alex Fouts just to get one of those back mm-hmm. and stem the tide a little bit here. Yeah, they need to find a little momentum and get a little you know confidence so built back up. so contagious, man. So contagious. Strike, cold strike on Fouts. So two and one now. Yeah, it's been a cliche in baseball for as long as they've played, and hitting is contagious. And it's just and the Pittsburgh Pirates are showing hitting is not contagious as well. <laughs> so it goes the other way. <laughs> and strike two. The high two part two. of that zone. Two, two, two away. Runner at second, six, two. United leading the Tornadoes. You know, what makes hitting so contagious, too? What makes that the person in front of me gets a solid base hit that all of a sudden, it, is it just confidence? It boils is all it, back down to confidence. It, it, yep, it, I've seen that guy do it, so now I can do it. Got the momentum. You get a, you get a better feeling. You got to feel good. Not I'm, I'm as good man. as that you guy. I feel good as a box. I, I agree. You have to be very comfortable. And, and to your point, if you're thinking too much in there, you've already got beat, then you – you just got to go in there and be reactive. Two, two, two away. Good curveball. Past Leffler to the shortstop. Cross the diamond. Makes nice good play, throw. Derek Sargent. Six three on the put out. If Leffler got a piece of that or not, but we'll call it six three. That'll end the inning. Now a uh, one out walk by Evan McDormand, stranded at second base. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one runner left on base. That's three runners left on base for the Eight Town Tornadoes to their first four at bats. We'll go to the fourth inning. Bottom of the fourth inning in one minute. Welcome back to Abingdon as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It'll be the top of the order for the Red Storm. Elliot Copeland, Derek Sargent, and Ian Leffler. Six to two. United with the lead and back to the top of the order. And Kellen Hook back out on the mound for the A-Town Tornadoes. Again, the winner will move on to Saturday morning's championship. They go on Lion-Eye Bluffs. They were a 9-5 winner over West Central tonight in the first ball game. Lion-Eye Bluffs now moves their record to 14, a two-seed at 14-11. and 11. This, this this whole regional, it really was wide open from the start. That's this yes. regional. Yes, I agree. I think that there's, you know, both of these teams playing right now after watching Lion by Bluff, and, and obviously you don't see everybody, and they might have thrown – there are twos, threes, yeah. and fours just to save, and Against and they were seed. And yeah, playing, right. playing for Saturday, just trying to be smart, thinking that they had that opportunity. And um, so I'm, I'm sure I missed the ace, but what I saw of their hitting and all that, the two teams playing right now, and that that team right there is going to be a good game no matter what Saturday. I, I think it's, I think it's up for the grabs. Oh, one pitch to Elliott Copeland, and strike two. Another good curveball there from. Killing Hook had Copeland kind of bailing out there on the inside curveball that caught the inner half of that plate. 0 oh 2 to Copeland. Wind's starting to pick up a little I bit. Say the sun went down. It got a little, little cooler. I don't know what it got up to. It was supposed to get up to 76 today. That was a predicted high. It probably got there. I was, I've 
didn't have the ability to be out too much today. I was traveling most of the day, so it was a pretty consistent 74 degrees on the airplanes that I've been on today. <laughs> oh, and 2 to Copeland, and swing and missing in the dirt. Ooh, oh, they're going to say foul ball. I missed yeah. that. I missed that foul ball. Yeah, I uh, didn't see that either. Um, couldn't see the reaction from Copeland either. He took off running. He he. <laughs> he his behaviors, he got, his behavior like he didn't, didn't get indicate that he yeah. got a piece. And it's just yeah. natural reaction. Yeah. You know, third strike, I'm going to take off running. But. And, and that's good good behaviors yeah. as a ball player if that's the case. But Pitch from hook. And this time, no doubter on that one. Got no piece of it did Copeland. So down on strikes. That's the third strikeout for Hook. All three of his outs have been strikeout. Had a strikeout looking. Had two RBI single, big two RBI single by Max Cole, and then two straight strikeouts here. I, I couldn't see between innings. Uh, I know Kellen was not up to bat, so I don't know if he had a chance to go out and get yeah, warmed get up a little better. Because yeah. as we talked about, he was, oh, right off the catcher's face. Foul ball. But, you know, he came in and he didn't have a chance to get really warmed up. Yeah, I mean, besides the uh, – and it was a one-two pitch that Max Cole, he just didn't get in. Right. Didn't, he got too much to the plate, and that could definitely come from not getting warmed up enough, not not getting the corners or off the plate as much as you want to because you're not loose. But three straight strikeouts since then, or three strikeouts total. Now strike two to Derek Sargent. He has struck out, had a nice sacrifice bunt back in the third inning in that six-run third. Really kind of got the uh, got the United dugout going. Mm-hmm. Good bunt. Oh, you got to love team at bats. And again, we talked about this. We beat this quite a bit. Not enough of them, in our opinion. You know, we're we're old school when it comes to small yes, ball, but absolutely. Um, I tell you, I think that honestly, I, I we, we do we do a number of games in the spring, and every sacrifice column isn't filled nearly enough for me. <laughs> well, none of them. Not just these two teams playing. None of the teams I've covered this year. When I look have a at bunch of sacrifices, obviously I've been able to. I've been a majority of all but a couple games for United. Their lineup is made for small ball. There, it's one of those. There's a nice solid base hit up the middle. Up the middle by Ian Leffler after uh, Sergeant goes down looking. A two out single by Leffler. But you know, Ian and Carter are the only two that really have home run power that you can you know got to be concerned about. There's a couple people that have driven them to the fence. Don't get me wrong. You're going to have that on occasion, but um, I think they're a perfect small ball team. You know? Yeah, I do too. I, I, and Manufacture runs, especially if you're not putting a bunch of back-to-back hits together. Yeah, nine home runs for United, but five of them have come off the bat of the uh, guy we got up there now, Carter Rosine. And then how many off of uh, Ian? Three? Yeah, Ian, Ian's got uh, yeah, three, and then just one more from A.J. Jenks, so yeah. that's your three guys with home runs. Rosine takes the first pitch for a strike. So 0-1 to Carter. Hook to the plate. Curveball. That's a nice curveball. He's done a pretty good job out there. Yeah. Once he well, came in. And as we said just a little bit ago, United's got to change their approach. He's going to be in the zone. He's going to throw you strikes. you got to go in there with that aggressive mindset of, he's not going to walk me. There goes the runner. Ball low. And getting down to second without a throw leftler as the ball kind of popped out of the catcher's glove, Dre Anderson. You know, that doesn't seem like it's that significant. It but, is. boy, with, with Carter up yes. and two strikes and, and knowing a kitch, or this, that Kellen's going to be around the zone, you know, now all of a sudden it's 
popped out of the slope and not Uh-oh. going. Good good decision there by left. Yes, it was. was going to make it. Don't make the third out of that, third. That hesitation was right there. still in the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we talked about, as soon as you hesitate, you're in trouble. So you stay. But, again, you got a full – I'm sorry, it's a 2-2 count, but a base hit puts another run up just because it, you moved him in the scoring position without doing anything. He didn't earn it. 2-2, two, 2 two away, pitch to Rosine. It's just outside, so yeah. that'll fill the count at 3-2. That one must have been – I was really paying attention to the catcher on that one. The way he brought the glove back in, that one had to have been a couple outside, a couple balls out. Oop. Checks the runner at second, lefter. Full count pitch. And there's that. There's oh, it's right at him. Left fielder. Boy, what a – He smoked that smoke right at him. by Rosine. Right at the left fielder, or well, this would have been a seven to two ball game. But as it is, it's third out on flyout. No runs, one hit. Fourth hit of the game for United. No errors in the inning, and a runner left on base. Four runners left on base to the first four for the Red Storm. It is six two United leading A Town. A Town coming to the plate in the top of the fifth, and we come back in one minute. Welcome back to Abingdon as we go to the top of the fifth inning here. Yeah, I was looking up the scoreboard. Still got four up there, but this is the top of the fifth inning. It is six two. United leading A-Town with 9-1-2 in the order for the A-Town Tornadoes. Dre Anderson, Dawson Fenton, and Jaden Rodifer against Ian Leffler. Leffler unofficially, unofficially, with 72 pitches here through the first four innings. That's that's up a little bit, but he went to a six-ball count on, uh, or six, he threw six pitches to two batters in that last inning out of the four he's seen. So our theory of pounding the zone <laughs> not, uh, it's not quite working. <laughs> but again, it's, I think we talked about that last Saturday morning. That's strike one taken by Trey Anderson. Oh, and one now on Anderson that, you know, you hear fans in the stands in high school baseball, especially. The kid throws an 0-2 pitch down the middle, and everybody, every parent in the stands is like, why would the coach call something right down the middle on 0-2? <laughs> yeah. Well, the coach didn't call the yeah, pitch yeah, down the middle. <laughs> yes, I mean it's it's sometimes it happens. We we <laughs> overanalyze the skill set of young men sometimes and young Why young ladies on softballs. <laughs> yeah, no, so you're one exactly right, Jerry Anderson. So he's now down on the count one two, two Leffler in seventy two pitches, unofficially forty one strikes. So that's not ideal percentage wise, but he's only given up a couple runs. The one-two pitch on the way, taking strike three. Good pitch. That'll be strikeout number seven for Leffler. Now, is that that wind kind of picked up a little bit? Obviously, the sun is gone at this point in the game. It's a little chillier. The air is heavier. You know, if I'm if I'm Ian, I'm way more aggressive at that strike zone at the knee right now because, you know, you're going to have to put four or five together to get you know put up a big number. And and right now, you challenge them and say, can you do it? I was looking for a uh, looking for a ball one to Dawson Fenton, leadoff hitter for the A-Town Tornadoes here with one out in the fifth. I was looking for a flag. I finally found one out there. It looks like it's maybe going from right to left when it does blow, kind of. Flags are pretty low on the ground, nothing up high. Strike two, or one, strike one, one and one now to Fenton. Yeah, it, looks, it feels to me like it's coming straight in yeah, from left field. I thought too, but the, the flag out there is kind of fooling me here. And now up in the zone, so two and one. To Dawson Fenton. He started the game on the mound for the A-Town Tornadoes. Was relieved by Kellen Hook in the middle of that six-run inning for United. 
Hook has come on and done a pretty solid job. And strike two up in the zone and maybe even away. And Fenton was going all up after that one. Two and two here with one out. Pitch on the way. Ground ball. And he did keep it in front. He just can't quite get the ball. That's going to be an infield single. First hit of the ball game. I didn't want to mention it. I want to beat the jinx, but that's the first hit of the ball game for the uh, A-Town Tornadoes. That was a tough play. Nick Terrell had to go a long way to his left. Actually, I'm surprised he got a glove on it because I thought that was straight through to the left fielder or right fielder. Yeah, it was one of those. That would, yeah, I wasn't th- I wasn't sure I no he was going to be able to keep it. Right field. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think he was going to be able to keep it in the infield. And um, then when he got it, I thought he still had a chance on a flip throw right there, but then he lost his feet. and that brings up Jaden Rodifer, takes ball one. So the first hit of the ball game, infield single by Dawson Fenton. But, but as you said, you know, we've talked about it earlier. They're playing, he's pinched, he's up way up the middle right now. So mm-hmm. there's been a big gap on that right side. Yeah, he went a long way to get that one. I, off the bat, I thought that was clean single to right. Up in the zone again, so 2-0 and now to Rodifer. Nick, quick like a cat, Terrell. Over one is Rodifer. Struck out looking in the first. Walked and scored one of the two runs for A-Town in the third. Squares and Ooh. takes a strike. Yeah, taking all the way there on 2-0. and oh, Tried to just... Yeah, that wasn't... I don't think that was a gone attempt. Yeah. I think that was just showing... The take. Just giving a little different look on the take. I think down four right now in the fifth. I think, you know, yeah, and two especially hitters. with two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're you're looking for a potential big inning here. Three and one now. Missing again is Leffler. Hey, you don't want to fool around too much here. You got Kellen Hook on deck and Carter Redfern in the hole. You don't want to put uh, Redfern would represent the tying run. In yeah, you, you don't want to. Yeah, you want to be aggressive and confident, but you don't want to get too. All right, all four. That'll move up. Then the second. So two runners on with one away. We Kellen Hook. We talked about this a little bit ago. This is not the position United wants to be in with these next two hitters coming up. They're they're too good, and you know you've gotten away with it so far. And now you just gotta you gotta bear down here. Well, I mean, and and we talked in the in the pregame show. First pitch swung oh, on. He boy, was big hash there by Kellen Hook. He was not shortchanged Ooh. on that cut. Woo! He was trying to make it six five right now. And we talked in the pregame show with A.J. Jenks not available tonight due to the one-game suspension and Tanner Rogers not available due to injury. I mean, you're already down two pitchers already. Good curveball right at us. I mean, right at us here in the, uh, at our table. So it's 0-2 now. So now he's ahead of Hook 0-2. So now you just you want to beat the edge of the zone at this point, you know, mix it up a little bit. I would come back with another curveball. Yeah. I don't, I, think I, I don't think I'd come back because, you know, he, he's a fastball hitter. Um, now, if you're going to come with a change, yep. I don't mind the eye level change there. But, um, again, I think it's the curveball or just a straight change that I come back with. So, heading the count on hook, one and two. One away, runners at first and second. Tornado's down four, six-two. Trying to cut into this lead and ball three up in the zone, or ball two up in the zone. So two and two now. And we threw down again. Yeah, you know, thank goodness that hit somebody. Again, Ooh, that, hit, that hit the runner. I think it hit the runner, but I don't know why we continue to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you would move him down to, I mean, you take a well, chance. Let's not give him third base. Take the force away because the runner at first is probably going to move up as well. Now, I, like I say, I may be missing something, but I sure don't. 
in the dirt. Three and two now. The count is full. And the tying run on deck is Carter Redfern. Redfern, what's Redfern's power numbers here? We got Lance Baker warming up quickly down in the uh, bullpen for United. No home runs for Redfern, but he does have a triple and three doubles. Full count. Runners on first and second. Pitch on the way. Strike three. What a oh, nice good. That's spot. a big out right there. And getting Kellen Hook down on strikes looking is, is a feat oh, in itself, <laughs> let alone was, in that spot. That was a big strikeout right there. Like Kellen obviously didn't like the pitch. He thought it was, I don't know if it was low or away or what he thought, but, uh, you know, I'm, he, he's a good hitter. So, you know, he, he wasn't swinging spot. at that one, yeah. so it might have been a perfect spot. That was a really good spot. And in the dirt, nice block there by Nolan Jenks. No advancement by the runners. Yeah, he got he got ahead in the count, 0-2, and then fell behind 3-2 after three straight balls. That's a big pitch after throwing three straight balls. It's a nice spot. That's where the coach called it, right? We yeah, absolutely <laughs> called it right. Up again, 2-0 to Redford. Now the tying run is on deck with Justin Keener. He struck out a couple times. Lots of pitches here in this inning, and he had 72 coming into this one. Now, the pitch count is raised from 105 to 115 in the postseason, so you get 10 extra. I'm sure with already down two pitchers, I, Coach Mullig is going to ride this out probably all the way to that 115 mark and missing 3-0 and now. Yeah, I, I would be willing to bet that, uh, what would you say the number was? Where 115. Was he? he was 72 coming in. And okay, so, a whole bunch of pitches. Yeah, here. I got to think this is his last inning. I got to think that you're – you're hoping Lance Baker can get you through the final two. 23, I've got unofficially out of just a quick count there. That would put him at 95 and give him 20 more. And now taking for a strike on 3-1. Taking all the way was Redfern. Redfern is flying out the center in the first and grounded here, out here's the Here's a big the pitch right here. 3-1. Pitch on the way and right at Nick Terrell, the second baseman, over to first, and they get out of the inning unscathed, 4-3 on the putout. Nice job of Nick staying down on that. That ends the inning. First hit of the ballgame for the Tornadoes goes for naught. No runs on one hit, no errors, and two runners left on base. That's five through the first five for A-Town. We'll come back in one minute with the bottom of the fifth. It is 6-2 United leading the Avenue Day on Tornadoes. Welcome back to... Abingdon Avon High School, across the street, actually, from Abingdon Avon High School here at Legion Park. I think that's what this place is called, Legion Park here. As we have regional semifinal in Class 1A between United and A-Town, we go to the bottom of the fifth inning, United at the plate, and they're up four, six to two, trying to get to Saturday morning's championship game against the Illini Bluffs Tigers. Illini Bluffs was a 9-5 winner over West Central in the first semifinal. And uh, it looks like the Macomb Bombers, they got a 10-3 lead on West Hancock with one out in the bottom of the seventh. Looks like Macomb will move to the championship game in Class 2A of their own regional at Macomb High School. And they'll take on Brimfield Elmwood. Brimfield Elmwood was a 5-1 winner over Monmouth Roseville in the first semifinal in Macomb tonight. The championship game between Macomb and what looks like uh, uh, Brimfield Elmwood and what looks like Macomb will be at 11 a.m. First strike taken by Nolan Jenks. I think the key for United this inning right here is, and I've repeated this five times, Kellen Hook is going to throw strikes. This is the lineup that has to be aggressive and going early and jumping on those early fastballs. 
fouled out of play on a high fastball there. He, he's got a nice curveball. You don't want to get yourself behind, so jump in and be an aggressive in the first two or three pitches of the if you're at bat. It is 0-2 now to Nolan, Nolan Jinx. Pitch on the way and up and over the head of Jinx, so it is 1-2 and two on the count now. Kellen Hook came in in the third inning in relief of Dawson Fenton. There's that curveball. Curveball strike three for out number one. Called strike as Nolan Jenks goes down looking, and that is the fifth strikeout for Hook out of uh, six outs recorded. Fly ball by Carter Rosine to end that fourth inning, the only ball put in play. Well, besides the two-RBI single, big two-RBI single by Max Cole. Other than that, I mean, Hook has done a pretty good job. There's that first pitch base hit that we just talked about. And Nick Terrell with a line drive over the third baseman's head. Nick is one for two, reached twice with a walk in the third inning, and now this single, which is the fifth hit for United. That last at-bat was a really good at-bat, but I'm really happy to see him jumping on that first pitch. You know, I've just been talking about it so much and glad to see that he's paying attention and kind of understanding the situation. He always pays attention. Yes, yes. That's always pay attention to their parents, don't they? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what uh, what we talk Yes, I appreciate all the times you pay attention and <laughs> comprehend what I'm saying. Carson Warner <laughs> makes the first pitch for a strike. Warner yeah. struck out a couple times, swinging and looking. The older I get, the smarter Fluff was. <laughs> yeah, Fluff was a genius. <laughs> Your father was a genius. <laughs> yeah, he was something. <laughs> Love that dude. <laughs> 1-1 now to Carson Horner. Fouls it straight back. 1-2 now to Carson. Nick's getting lead over. He looks he, antsy. Listen, he, huh? he looks antsy. You can out on the season. He looks antsy. I can tell you what he's doing to me is making me nervous. I'm <laughs> Got a couple uh, steals. I'm about to have a heart attack over here because he has got a – Secondary Good that is secondary is huge, and he can't. I just oh boy, <laughs> two and two missing. Not a time to get thrown out on the base pass. So he knows what he's doing. I'm just yeah, he over here doing shoot. Been playing this game for years. I'm just going to take cheap seats and talk about baseball <laughs> and high ball three. three. Corner who fell behind one and two is milked the count to full now three and two. We'll see if coach. Mullick maybe gets uh, – I don't see any signs being flashed down there by Coach Mullick in the third-base coach's box, so I don't I think don't Nick think, will be on. No, I either. don't think so either. And, and ball four. See, now two runners on. For the Red Storm, that will bring up Max Cole, the eight-hitter. First and second and one away. Top of the fifth. You're just joining us. 6-2. United with a big six-run third inning. That's – the extent of the scoring, actually, for the whole ball game. Two runs for A-Town in the top of the third and six runs for United in the bottom of the third. Strike if you're just joining us, you've missed a really good evening of baseball yeah. and just a spectacular broadcast, and I don't know what you've been doing <laughs> that's been more important than listening to us. But Is the we Cup game over? Maybe we've we got, got some listeners straggling in from the Cup we, game. we got to reprioritize your <laughs> schedule here. <laughs> you got to either reprioritize your schedule or rearrange your life, one or the other. Tip and cavity flapping them lips and talking about hits. <laughs> Dad told me a long time ago, I got this job. You've been talking your whole life. It's about time somebody paid you for it. 
0-1, swing and miss by Cole. So now 0-2 on Max. Now it's one of those productive out deals. You got Kelton Ryan, who's one for two, on deck, trying to get these runners moved up. Or Kelton, 0-2, hook, Kellen, ahead of Max. Pitch comes in, low, good take there by Max. Pretty Their tall kid is Cole. Yeah. So. They're seeing the ball better than I am. Again, that I don't know where it's at, in or out, but that just looked like yeah. a really nice pitch to me. One-two pitch. Hook does not check his runners. And fouled straight back. Boy, I'd, what. I'd like to he see him. not checking. There a second there. No. I, I'd like to see Max, you know, he's got a lot of lower half bend, and he, and he really gets into his knees a lot, and, you're not going to be consistent enough, so it's really hard to barrel up a ball consistently with that. And um, you know, I know sometimes you got to go in that defensive swing and get that, and that might have been what that was. But one and two pitch now with one away runners on first and second. Wait, that that one right there, kind of he already kind of squatted on yep, it a little bit. That's exactly exactly what you were just talking about. Yeah, he just six strikeout now for Kellen Hook. Two outs in the inning. That'll bring up the nine hitter, Kelton Ryan. Singled and scored back in the third inning and struck out actually in the same inning. So he's batted twice, all in just one inning tonight. <laughs> we're at the bottom of the fifth. Struck out and then ended the third with a strikeout. Singled and then ended the third with a strikeout. Takes first pitch for a ball. On deck, leadoff hitter Elliot Copeland. Hook gets his sign. Now he checks his runner quickly to the plate. Outside, ball two. Colton, see, you know, Ryan sees the ball well. He could uh, like he just get on here, roll back the top of the order with the bases juiced here. Again, I go back, and I know I said this last at bat, but just how confident and calm he seems when he gets in that batter's box. For a sophomore, in big situations, it just doesn't seem to phase him much. Makes a strike there. Not real happy with that up in the zone, but called a strike. 2-1 now to Kelton Ryan. To the plate. And this time low. So three and ones now. One pitch away from loading them up and getting back to the top of the order. A town fans sitting around us kind of like that one. I'm guessing. And Kellen Hook did too. I'm guess, <laughs> Yes, they did. But I'm guessing Ryan is going aggressive on this pitch. Yes, yeah, he did. Good cut there. Misses the, uh, misses the pitch, but you're right. Yeah, he, he, he was sitting dead red. He got a good hack and, there. And and now you know what? are on the boot. Hook said, here it comes. Bases are loaded. Coach Mullick tells both of his base runners off with the pitch. Make the sure same the, pitch is coming. Make sure he comes to the plate, and there it comes. There's the same pitch is coming, four. and wow, I don't know where, but all four. And the runners will move up 90 feet. That'll load them up back to the top of the order. And Elliot Copeland, he's walked, got an RBI single, and struck out. A little bit of everything for Elliot tonight. The only thing I can say from this advantage point is he's been consistent because I'm not sure where some of them have missed. But, um, again, Ryan, we're in a super Ryan, bad angle here. Ryan was running down to first base. He acted like it was way out yeah, the whole he, time. So it, He looked very confident. It was ball, without but, a doubt. The reactions, uh, depending on what uniform you had on, was they were – that's how they differed. One was a little unsure where the miss was, and the other one was very confident. It was 
0-1. Elliot Copeland takes the first pitch for a strike. Bases are loaded. This would really break it open here with a hit by Copeland. And ball one down in the zone. One and one now to Elliott. I'm just kind of watching the base runners here and seeing what they're doing. Obviously, with two outs, they're going on anything. But, you know, right now the most important thing is Nick's got to make sure he stays foul. One one pitch on the way up in the zone. Two one. Now ahead in the count is Copeland. Now you can, now you can get aggressive here. With your leadoff hitter, you got to think that that's in play right now, don't you? Oh. Oh. Hook to the plate. Swing and miss by Copeland. And Copeland had an RBI single in that six-run third. Ended up coming around to score the third run for United. His RBI brought home Max Cole. He didn't look confident in that last swing right there, and he was a little no, slow getting back in the batter's box. Tennis, so. yeah. Two, two, two away. And, and way late on that. Yeah, yeah, very, very tentative on that one. Yeah, as well. way late on that one as well. Yeah, both of those were third strikeout of the inning for Kellen Hook, and that is the seventh strikeout since he's came in in relief. No runs, one hit. There were no errors, and two or three runners left on. That makes seven for United here through the first five innings. So. As we go to the top of the sixth, it's 6-2, United leading A-Town. First batter for A-Town here in the top of the sixth inning is Justin Keener. This is his first pitch from left first, fouled out of play. Good hustle there by numerous Red Storm trying to chase that one down. Keener has struck out twice, struck out in the first inning, and then in the fourth. Left her out there for his sixth inning of work. Fouled again. 0-2. Oh, two. two. Uh, what did they, did they say they had a official pitch count? 97 coming That's into this. That's so, yep, 97 okay, so coming into this. And get you know, 115. To, to where we going. This is pitch 100 right now, but, you know, back exactly what. If I'm calling this game right now, I want him pounding that low strike. Yes, I'm, get as many at let, bat. Let's get that low, try to get ground ball outs right now. Get as many at-bats or batters as you can because you're going to ride him to 115. All one. You know, so that, one I, know, I won't know he missed, but that's the area that I want him working. If I'm calling the pitches right now, I want him working on that. You know, Atal's got to, you know, they're down to their final six. They're, they've got to start stringing some things together, and they're going to be disciplined. They're not going to be overly aggressive, but um, at the same token, they've got to, anything close, they've got to try to hit it hard. Swinging and missing for out number one was Justin Keener. That is the ninth strikeout for Ian Leffler here with one out in the sixth. Keener struck out three times. That is the proverbial baseball sombrero. That'll <laughs> bring up Evan McDormand. He's popped out and walked. Takes the first pitch for a ball. Six to United, top of the sixth inning, one away. And Leffler. Hearing that IHSA pitch limit of 115 for the postseason, right back through the middle. Oh, and knocked down and into the outfield. The shortstop gets under the shortstop's glove, Derek Sargent. Yeah, base oh. hit there, right back up he, the middle. He was there. He just played it off to the side and just didn't get didn't get low enough. If you're left or you gotta charge that. <laughs> he let he let it play him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gotta charge that. That's usually why I would yell from dugout. Dang it. 
he'll charge you. <laughs> ball one to Drew Fouch. Can't let that ball play you like it did. That thing was right over the middle. That was a quick comebacker for sure. Puts a runner on with one away. And it goes back to what you addressed the last time, McDormand, but they do not have a runner for him now because no. in this situation, no. if you pull him, he's out of the game. Mm-hmm. But he's already had his reentry, so... I think he might have used might have used him a little too early. Now, granted, you I mean try to get back what you can. And, well, and, and you that, can't guarantee and, he's ever going to get on again. At that time, though, wasn't it the third when they put their couple runs up? Yeah. So yes. it was one of those that it was a productive opportunity when they did it. It was productive, but now it's a matter of two and get, one. Getting extra bases on a hit is going to be a little tougher right now. One and two up on the board. And this one there, they say he swung maybe. Oh, yes, on that one. Okay, call oh, okay. Yeah. one and two. Down in the dirt. Two and two now. One away, runner at first is Evan McDormand. Leffler up over 100 pitches now. And again, I just say pitch limit for the postseason is 115. Nice curveball. Swung and missed. For out number two, that is strikeout number 10. Left reaches double digits. You know, that, that you go back to that play for Derek. You know, if he can make that play all of a sudden, you get out, you save a few extra pitches, and, you know, you might get another batter in the seventh inning before you got to make a change. Yeah, if you're Coach Muller, you hope, you really hope he gets Alex Fouch here. That'll get you at least maybe in that batter two in the seventh. Ball one to Alex Fouch. One and oh, two away. Runner on first. A Town trails by four and they're running out of outs. They're down to four outs now. And take it for a strike. One and one now to Alex Fouch. Fouch has lined out and grounded out to short. Checks the runner to the plate. Popped up on the infield. Is they going to stay in play? Over by the United dugouts. Just going to creep out. I was just about to comment. The wind, I don't know how much the wind would have blown that out or how much it impacted once it got up top, but the wind has definitely picked up blowing in. I've got 111. Well, unofficially now for Leffler. You can finish an at-batter. Once you get to 115, if you're in the middle of an at-bat, you can finish the... You can finish that bat. I'm just looking where we're at in the lineup and nice curveball. Ground ball to Nick Terrell. Gets it, flips it, and the shortstop misses it. Off of the glove of Derek Sargent. And you know, I'm telling you, at night, at night, that's a little different. So the air. We'll put runners on first and second. First error. I think that's the first error of the ball game for either team. Yeah. Well, it depends on if you give that one just the how the Derek had that one at short. How you ruled that? Oh, one. right, 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 right. Yeah. Good point. First and second now with two away. I kind of wonder on that play. You know, it was Nick was had to come and get up the middle to get it, and he had to flip it. That was the only thing. Yeah. I just wonder. Was he close enough that it startled D, where he needed to take that on his own? No, it was a little or, high, but it was head high. It wasn't yeah, over his yeah, head. I Maybe mean, head was, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it was within his framework. Oh, sure. But sure. it was just a matter of 
was he just too close where it startled Derek a little bit, even though it was a flip? Yeah, and it, and again at night, it's a little different. A little different scene off that backdrop. One and one now to Dre Anderson, and this is low. Two and one. Anderson has walked and scored and struck out. Tigron is on deck, and the leadoff hitter, Dawson Fenton. Fenton. Well, that's, that's the other two things those two outs right there does is it changes that lineup going into the seventh, If you know, depending on where we're at here. You know, now you bring up the top of the order again. And you're going to have to go to the bullpen. Correct. This is going to be his last at-bat. Correct. For, for uh, Leffler, he's going to reach 115 if he ain't already. Yeah, he has already. And, and this, this pitch right here has got to throw that – Foul just gets a piece. So now, if your coach, if your coach Molick, just kind of holler out the end. This, this is it, dude. Empty what you have left. Empty with this at bat. Throw a strike. Throw a strike is where we're at. You just, you got nothing left. Three and two, two away. Runners are off. And he got the. Oh, Ball. he missed out the high. That one. And that's that spot that was missing. That's that spot that missed. And now they're going to have to make a change. Here comes Coach Molick. We'll see who he's going to bring in. I don't think it. Is there anybody warming up? I don't yeah, think. yeah. They had Lance okay. out there earlier okay. warming okay. up. Yeah. Now he's been in for a bit, so he's going to have. But so now there's going to be a couple position changes. But listen, with two outs and bases low, this game just got interesting. Yes, it did. It'll be a pitching change here, so we will take. A one-minute break. We'll be back. It's 6-2. The bases are loaded for A-Town with two away. Back to the top of the order. Dawson Fenton represents the tight run when we come back. Welcome back to high school baseball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network, Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Uh, Red Storm have gotten themselves in a little bit of a pickle here in the top of the sixth inning. 6-2. Red Storm with a four-run lead, but the bases are loaded with two away, and Lance Baker is on the throw. Fourth Red Storm. Let's look at Baker's stats for the season. 42 and two-thirds innings. That beats the uh, staff in innings pitched. He is four and three on the season. 55 strikeouts and 42 and two-thirds. That's pretty solid. Yeah, he throws strikes, and, you know, as Coach Mullick said in the uh, pregame, you know, he's he's been a pleasant surprise and an arm coming in. Um, he's had to... He's had to come in earlier than, than he preferred, and he's had a couple spot starts um, as people just kind of – injuries or what have you. But he is much more comfortable coming out of the bullpen. This is this is where he feels more confident coming rather than a, a starter. 410 ERA, 270. Pong's batting 270 against, against Lance. Again, 50 strikeouts in those 42 and two-thirds innings. And he's coming into five percent strikes. That's I think that's tops on the club too. Yeah, that's by far tops on the club. He's stepping into a jam right now. You got bases loaded, two outs. The runners on second, third, or both. But first curveballs taken for a strike. First pitch curveball is a Dawson Fenton. Fenton coming into the ball game, hitting two sixty, sixteen RBI, seven doubles. Seven doubles lead a town. Another curveball. Another curveball. Four strike. Oh, and two to Fenton. And now he's got to protect. That's listen with Fenton. I understand it. You don't. You don't come in expecting back-to-back curveballs. No, no. And now you. If you're now Fenton, you're just, you have no idea what's. Now going. you're just going. All right. What am I looking at? 
and three. And there it is. He gets swung on him and got out of that on three straighter. Wow. by Lance Baker, and down goes Fenton on strikes. No runs. There was one wow. hit. There was an error, and two runners, three runners left on. That's eight now for the uh, the Tornadoes here through six innings. I, as I as Fenton, I look at that young man and I'm like, boy, he, I would have been fooled on every one of those. That's I was not looking curveball, especially three in a row. Three curveballs in a row. We'll take a 30 second break. Come back to the bottom of the six. It's six two United. They'll be up when we come back. Welcome back to high school baseball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. United up here in the bottom of the sixth inning. A-Town down to their final three outs in the top of the uh, seventh. United, the home team here at Abingdon Avon with the higher seed, the three seed, 16 and 11. A-Town at 11 and 12 under first-year head coach Gary Cameron. And the uh, United Red Storm, Ryan Mullick in his tenth season looking for his third straight trip to a regional championship. Yeah, oh, was it what did they do in 2019? Well, I don't have that on my sheet. I know 2020, 2020 they, would, they would have had a really, yeah, I think they were really looking forward to that 2020 season yeah. that never got played. Yeah, exactly. And I, I can't remember what happened in 2019 or not, but I know they won two regionals in a row. I don't remember Monday real well. I'm sure I'm not <laughs> going to be able to talk confidently about 2019. <laughs> On the mound, yeah, is that hook? Yeah, that's still hook out there, right? Yes. And what a what a great job by yes. Lance Baker coming in with a huge pressure situation and throwing three three curveballs to get out of that jam because you know with that part of the lineup and bases loaded, eight down would. Oh yeah, you're getting you're getting down to the heart. They were getting down to two, three, four, and it will be Derek Sargent. And and trust me, we got our hands full in the top of the seventh as United because they got. It's, it's, They're bringing in their best of the best to finish this game out. It's yeah. having the naval man. They scrap in every in every sport. I mean, that's kind of their mo here at A Town is they're just scrappers. Absolutely, and we've called a game together where it looked like there was a mm. lot of momentum and it didn't end up the way. And you know, just you've got to play till the twenty first out. Oh one first pitch and now oh two swinging the, and missing at pitch number two. Sergeant another great curveball by Kellen Hook. Oh two. Hook in his short time out here on the mound. He's got seven strikeouts. The only out that the uh, Red Storm have recorded since he came in not be a strikeout is Carter Rosine's fly out the left. Not that I expect you to count. Oh, that was really late defensive that's, swing, and I'm not too sure he did get his catcher's glove. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think that might have oh, been. Absolutely. I know. I know. Derek Sargent looked straight back as soon as yeah. the uh, that hit something. That hit it the catcher. Sure looked like it was. But, that, that hit the catcher, no doubt about it. it. Yeah. But Hook has not thrown many balls. No. I don't know what his pitch count is, but he has not thrown many balls. It, and that's it. Look at his stats, and you saw him. You've seen him earlier this year. I've looked at his stats, and he doesn't throw a whole lot. There's a strike. And the throw down the first as the ball is in the dirt is out. So 2-3 on the put out, strikeout number eight for Hook. First out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. I bring up Ian Lather. He's one for three, single, reached on a fielder's choice, and scored in that six-run third. They only had well, all eight runs have been scored in that third inning. Two in the top of the third by A-Town, and then a an answer by United with six in the bottom of the third. And with the exception of the last inning, it's been pretty clean. Those are the only yeah. two errors, right? Yep, yep. And swinging and missing in the pitch in the dirt is Leffler. 
after one of the four, excuse me, five hits for United tonight. In the dirt, fall one, this time not fishing for it, was Leffler. Learned his lesson. <laughs> now, nobody's got two yet, so five hits spread out amongst five different players for United Red Storm. I think, well, A-Town's only got two hits, period. One from Dawson Fenton. And who's got the other one? Uh, Evan McNorman. Ball two in the dirt. Two and one. With one away, bottom of the sixth. United's taken a really, I mean, what's, or Ian's taken a really relaxed and and patient approach right now. And Again, it goes it goes away from what I was saying earlier, but when you've got a four-run lead, yeah. I like it. And the uh, umpire warning the A-town dugout on three-one. I am, you know, I can't. We're in a bad angle. We talked about that all night, but I haven't seen anything too crazy here. Maybe it's just some frustration creeping I, in me to that A-town dugout a little bit. It definitely bit. could be. I think it's more frustration because I guess, as you said, our angle is not the best. No, but it's been consistent. Yeah, very consistent. And, and it's one of those that no. both ways I've questioned. There's some that, from this point of view, look really close for A-Town, but it's been the same for United batters as well, you know, that are – and it's not questionable strikes. It's the balls that look appear to be strikes from this point of view. Yeah, if you're, if you're uh, United, you're aggravated and you get the catcher's interference in the previous at-bat. <laughs> yeah. So things even out, I guess. But pop out by Leffler, and it's – for second, out number two as Leffler pops out the 3-1 pitch. So two away now with Carter Rosine at the plate. Takes ball one. Rosine, 0 for 2, but has walked and scored in the third. Pitch from Hook. Ooh, good cut there on the high fastball. That's a good cut. Kellen really reared back and just said, "I'm gonna this one's I'm gonna let it fly on there one." He had a little extra, power on power there. He had a little electric juice <laughs> behind that pitch. A little bit of giddy up. One one two away, and curveball breaks it over for a strike. A nice one. Had Rosine buckling just a little bit there. Now Come one. back with another one. One-two pitch from Hook with two away. On the way. Swing and miss. Swing and in miss the dirt. And catch. And you got to say he got it. So that is out number three and strikeout number nine for Kellen Hook. So we will go to the top of the seventh inning. The A-Town Tornadoes need four runs to stay. We'll be back in one minute. Welcome back to Abingdon. Abingdon Avon High School Regional, Class 1A Regional Semifinal here as we got to the rear at the seventh inning. 6-2 United leading the A-Town Tornadoes. The Tornadoes at the plate here need four runs to keep this game going. United needs three outs to send themselves to another championship game, regional championship game on Saturday morning. Again, the winner playing the Illini of Los Tigers. It'll be two, three, four. Jaden Rutherford, Kellen Hook, and Carter Redfern. This is where you got to make your hay, right Absolutely. here. Two, three, four. I was just about to ask you, what do you, what approach do you take? What do you, what do you tell your batters? You got your best part of your lineup up for you, A Town. But what's your approach? Are you, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you patient? Are yeah. you, uh, you know, you, hey, listen, be aggressive early. What do you? Two and zero. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a strike. I mean, I'm, that's old. That's the old school approach. Taking a strike here, down four, 
try to get runners on, especially with Rotifer here. Now, maybe you get a little bit more aggressive with Hook and Redfern, but with, with Rotifer, I'm definitely telling him to take a strike. And there's the first strike. So two and one from Lance Baker trying to close this out for the Red Storm. In relief of Ian Leffler, who did a fantastic job. Leffler gives up two hits in his six and two-thirds innings of work. There's a drive to left field right at the left fielder. Another one of those scouting report outs. Max Cole didn't have to move too far to get that line no, drive. They moved. That was, uh, was Ryan. They moved Ryan over. Oh, okay. And then okay. they moved Max Cole over to right when they made the pitching change, and Derek Sargent went to center. But Hey, so Kelton Ryan makes the play. He made it, yeah. And you're right, though. It was a scouting report positioning in there. I'm old school, and I would still love to see two hands on all these catches, and I don't think anybody does yeah. that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many times. Oh, oh, it's a drive to right field. Might have just put a run up. Oh, oh it right did stay in. Just short hops to stay in. And having trouble picking it up, but cruising in with a stand-up double is Kellen Hook. That was a hard hit. Two hard hit balls. But Yeah, Hook, who went down looking in the uh, fifth inning with runners on first and second. That would have made it interesting if he hit that back in the fifth. You knew it was a matter of time. Good news is, for United, it happened when nobody's on, with one out. You know, if you're facing a couple more good sticks right here, but, you know, Carter is the one you're probably the most leery of. It's still a two-run ball game if something happens with them. So, um, you know, in a lot of ways, let's just get back attack the zone, and just keep it simple. Really? Up in the zone, ball one. I, I'm telling my defense, we don't even worry about Kellen the second nope. base. Yep. He is he is a meaningless base runner. Not even looking at him. Any kind of ground ball, just make it play across the diamond and move on. Try to get your final out. You've got Justin Keener on deck who struck out three times. Well, might get a pitch in a strike one to Carter Redfern. So one and one, not a Redfern. With one away, a runner at second. Tornadoes trail by four here in the top of the seventh. And it is going to be uh, at least on deck. In the in the on-deck circle is Justin Keener with those three strikeouts. That's up high for ball two. Two and one. Yeah, I really yeah, I, I really challenge I challenge yeah, Redford. I do too. I'm I'm with reinforcing with Lane. I'm gonna reinforce my pitcher right now if I'm United. Hey, just right down beat the that zone. Let's go get him. And there's a there high go. pitch, but fouled out of play. Yeah, I said, listen, you, no harm, no harm. Let's just go get it. It's his sign. Taking a while to get the sign in. Now he's got it. I'm calling curveball. 2-2 pitch. It is, and there's a line drive. Oh, a little short hop. That was a tough hop out well, there. I think he thought it was coming. There was a, you know, that's an error on Nick. I think he thought it was coming, and then when it died, and then it just stayed down. It didn't come up, and you know that's 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 a tougher play. That's a tougher play than it looks. I've, I've played when I wasn't back there wearing the tools of ignorance. I played a lot of second base, and that's a that's a tougher play than it looked there. Especially he didn't get the hop. The hop didn't come up at no, all. No, no, it, it stayed died. down, yeah, and just kind of he died. didn't get there. But yeah, that little kind of a little pop up that landed in front. Now taking second with no throw, and ball one on Justin Keener again. Keener has struck no. out three times. Now we wanted you want to get that out, but now all of a sudden, this is the biggest out right here. This is the bigger out. And now Coach Moy is going to come out here and talk to 
is pitcher Lance Baker. And that, that's probably the conversation that, that you and I just had is probably going out there right now. Yeah. Is, there's, just, just don't mess around. Just, just pound the zone. Um, I want, I want you, uh, Nolan Jenks, I want you to set up right in the middle of the plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That glove right there. Yeah. It's a matter of move around. I want you right and, in the middle of the plate. And, yeah. And he's telling everybody, listen, he does Kellen Hector does not mean anything. Carter does not mean anything. It is, Let's get this out right here. If one of them scores when they get the out, doesn't matter. We're getting the out, and then you know, and then we go one at a time. Yeah, you got what you don't want to do is put the tying run at the plate Correct. in the name of Evan McDorman, who's got a little power on deck. That would be the tying run. I'll take it for a strike. There you go, one and one. See how easy that is, Coach. Just go out and tell you to throw the strikes, and you yeah. just throw strikes. Yeah. Just easy. Poof. There Coaching happens. things easy. Coaching things easy. If it was easy. <laughs> and swinging and missing is Justin Keener. So now he's down on the count one, two. So since the meeting, two straight strikes from Lance Baker. And I, I move off your, your head. I move out a little bit and get him to chase and swing through one. There's the second and third. One, two, two away. Curveball. Got him. Strike three. So just another thing. So now in this situation, all right, if you, if you get a base hit, it's still the same situation. You know, you've given up two. Yeah, you don't want to, but really no harm because he has to play on. A, he has to play and run the bases. Um, you know, and he's not going to be the, mo- the most fleet of foot. Right, right, right. And you know, so they're going to have to do a lot to get him to go station to station, unless they pull him completely. And then yeah, and he's at this point not even the tying run oh, anyway. That looked like a really good. And they ball as they check down the first, a check swing. So. 1-0 on Evan McDorman. He is one for two. Got a single and a walk. And also popped out. Now, that one was one I didn't think he went on the swing. I thought it was just a pitch. Yeah, a strike. I, say, I thought the, the pitch was a better strike than it was the check swing. There's a strike. One and one to McDorman. It looks, it almost looks like everybody, but, well, Kevin Hooks won at the first pitch, and he pounded it. Everybody else has been taking a strike here. Because McDorman didn't look like he was even ready on that 1-0 pitch. 1-1 pitch from Baker. Been fouled out. Steady diet of curveball so far. Steady diet of curveball. Up over the United dugout. So it'll be 1-2. The Red Storm of United all one pitch away from making the regional championship on Saturday morning against the Lion-Eye Bluffs. Tornadoes down to their final strike. Keep this going. 1-2. Two pitch on the way. Curveball. Another curveball. Oh, curveball. Got beautiful him. Beautiful curveball that was broke off there by Lance Baker and just froze McDorman at the plate. Back-to-back strikeouts of Keener and McDorman has sent the United Red Storm to the regional championship on Saturday morning. They'll take on Illini Bluffs. Illini Bluffs a 9-5-1 over West Central in our first semifinal tonight. Illini Bluffs at 14-11. United will improve to 17-11. and with the win. 6-2 is your final. United or the A-Town Tornadoes will take a couple-minute break, come back here and total up some stats and uh, set the stage for Saturday. We'll be back. Welcome back to Abingdon Avon High School. Some some happy United Red Storm fans leaving the ballpark, getting ready to uh, get some rest for their regional championship game on Saturday morning as they'll take on the Illini Bluffs Tigers. United gets the 6-2 win. Over the A-Town Tornadoes tonight, Bluffs beats West Central 9-5 in tonight's first semifinal. It'll be an 11 o'clock start right here at Abingdon Avon High School. 
It is, uh, I think it's called Legion, Legion Park or Legion Field, right across the street from having your name on high school. Your final totals, first for the A-Town Tornadoes, two runs on uh, three hits. They committed no errors and left ten runners on base. That's a, that's a big number in seven innings. Four of the United Red Storm, uh, unofficially six runs on five hits, committed two errors and left seven runners on base. Uh, looking at some individual stats, nobody with two hits tonight. Uh, three, uh, five separate batters for United had a single hit. Elliot Copeland, Ian Leffler, Nick Terrell, and also uh, Kelton Ryan for the A-Town Tornadoes. One hit from Dawson Fenton, one hit from Kellen Hook, and one hit from Evan McDorman. That's, uh, that's just kind of your thoughts on, on the game tonight, Kevin. You know, I, there was a couple errors late in the game for United, but really one of the better played games they've had in, in the last five or six. You know, um, they had some big two-out hits. Some, the middle part of the lineup stepped up and, and reached base a couple different times. Uh, good pitching, um, you know, just a real good win. And, and United or A-Town, you know, as we said, it's kind of a mixed bag. They were, but there's talent there. And, and uh, you know, you have to play a complete game with something like that with the weapons that A-Town had and tip their cap to them. And Coach Cameron, um, you know, they're young and they're going to have something that uh, they're going to compete again next year. But for United, just real proud of the young men for stepping up and really, like I say, playing one of the more complete games than they've had um in the last few weeks. For the uh, winning pitcher tonight, Ian Leffler. I'll give his stats and I'll give uh, what you thought of Ian. Of course, you've seen this United team play all season long with, with your son Nick on the ball club, and, and you've seen Ian throw uh, quite a bit. So I'll give you a couple couple seconds here to kind of gather your thoughts on Ian. But his numbers, five and two-thirds. I only gave up two hits uh, with ten strikeouts. Ten strikeouts in that five and two-thirds innings. Let me quickly take a look at his walk. To a couple walks in the first inning. Kind of got off to a rough start there, but worked out of that champ. A couple more walks in the third. Had a walk in the fourth. Had a walk in the fifth. So what? that's five five walks, six walks uh, when they when he got taken out. So six walks from Ian today and ten strikeouts. Um, just kind of your thoughts on Ian's performance. Today. Yeah, I mean, he was effectively wild. You yeah, know? yeah and I it, love that term. And, and it was just one of those that, you know, he missed. And when he was missing, though, he wasn't. It wasn't in situations where, you know, he couldn't afford that. He was real, you know, so when he really needed to focus and beat the zone, he was doing that. Um, you know, when he's got that secondary, as Coach Molek said, you know, he's real dangerous. But as you saw, or I think you saw it as well as I did, he stays composed. He doesn't let the moment get too big. And, and he just goes out and plays and has fun. And he gets through the he gets through that sixth inning. There was just a couple plays that were aggressive plays, and you know one was a hard hit ball that didn't get there, and then the flip. But he gets through that and gets in, and probably gets six in the third. You know if we could make those two plays. But all in all, uh, you know he stepped up when United needed to because you know two men down. Yeah. They they you know the season not selling it short relied on his arm. Sure. And he stepped up and responded, and kudos to him. All right. Again, that'll send United the championship game. On uh, on uh, Saturday morning, uh, looking at two-way baseball tonight, Monmouth Roseville falls to Elian, or uh, Brimfield Elmwood five to one. The Titans led that game five to or one to nothing. Excuse me, one to nothing. Uh, I think going into the sixth, fifth or sixth inning of that one, Elmwood Brimfield comes up with a uh, big five-run. I don't know if it's the bottom of the fifth, fifth or sixth, but a big five-run inning to uh, defeat the Titans, and then Macomb Bombers beat West Hancock. So it will be Brimfield Elmwood and Macomb at the Macomb uh, Class Two A Regional on Saturday morning 
as well. All right, folks, that's going to do it for our coverage here from Addington Avon High School. Thanks for tuning in to uh, high school baseball this afternoon. We'll have more, or tonight, I guess. We'll have more uh, playoff action as the uh, week goes along. We'll set our schedule. Tune into the Sports Report in the morning on WREM and also right here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Uh, either the morning sports report, the noon sports report, or the evening sports report. We'll give you a schedule for the rest of the week. Kevin, thank you. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for joining. I appreciate it. Thank you for the offer. I had a lot of fun. I'm Sean Temple for Kevin Terrell and also Caden Rogers, engineering tonight's broadcast. Thanks, Caden, and all of our board ops at the Prairie Communications Sports Network. 6-2, your final United over A-Town, folks. We'll see you down the road.